This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor! Highlander and Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids are going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA tonight, this is the Emperor's Court on Verse the World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And we've got a hot crowd tonight and a big show tonight, Highlander. Huge show. A lot of stuff going on this evening. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a big announcement coming a little later in the show. I know we've been posting that on Twitter. It's been on Facebook. It's on the front page. So make sure you uh, stick around. Make sure you keep tuned in right here. I think you're going to be uh, finding it very interesting and kind of cool. I know I did when I heard about it. So, Highlander. Yes. It's been a week since we got together last. It is. What has happened in that week? What has happened? Uh, boy, compared to what I have done in the past week or two, not a whole heck of a lot, which for me is a good thing. If it, It's kind of calm and relaxing after the past two weeks. That is okay by me. Actually, it's, uh, I was thinking the same thing. Sometimes nothing is better than something, yes. especially the way things are going. I mean, we're... A week and a half, two weeks away from Thanksgiving here True. in the United States, and that's yes. kind of the unofficial start of the holiday season. Actually, I helped it? my parents put up their Christmas lights today. I did the same. I did that actually on Thursday, my day off. It was Veterans Day. So nice. Nice. went to the parents and spent all of my day off working in the yard, putting up all the cool lights and what have you. Sounds like uh, not fun. but it, no, no, it's not. I mean, we did it today because you know it's Saturday. None of us had work. 70 degrees. 70 degrees, and the, yeah. Probably the last good day we'll have in Cleveland for the rest of the year. Probably, probably until the springtime. So, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, here is how you, not that it seems to matter, it looks like pretty much everybody on the internet is in IRC right now, but in case you are not one of those many people on the interwebs, here is the information you need to know to get in on the action. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net, or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. As we watch Penn State punt from there, oh, we got it off, they're punting from their end zone. Good to see the Buckeyes are actually turning around, but they're only up by three. Just let it go. There you it's, go. We'll take it at the 45. Heck yeah. That's a, All right. One first down, and that's another field goal. So we have a bunch of things we need to get done tonight. We have a ton of articles. 
that have been sent in, not only by none left, not only called by myself, but also from you, the listeners, have actually sent in quite a few articles. Did they really? I, I had the mailbag is huge this week. Nice, nice. Part of it, we had uh, quite a few emails in already from the podcast last week, and I actually put it up right after uh, our show because we went out to eat I and came that. back. Yeah, yes. I put it right back up. Nice. Big difference. I think I'm going to start doing that from now on. Hmm, okay. um, usually I don't get it up till Monday or Tuesday because of my schedule, mm-hmm. but there was such a huge difference that I'm going to just keep putting it up now gotcha. from now on. I noticed some of the music was not there. Is there a reason for that? Uh, mainly because I, I think from a four-hour show, uh-huh. uh, we can really kind of cut out a good 30 minutes of music since we only take like 10-minute breaks. That's true. So I took that out. I think from now on, I'm just going to take all the music out only because people kind of like to, to skip the break and go on right to yeah, the, for a podcast. Yeah. The reason we have it, folks, people ask a lot of times, uh, give you a little bit of insight into how things work behind the scenes. The reason we put breaks in isn't, you know, really just to play music for the hell of it. It's primarily to give us a break. Yes. I mean, if you think about a terrestrial radio, usually is talking for 15 minutes out of a half hour, if that. Okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, on the other hand, are talking for anywhere from 45 to 50. And with your uh, big, you know, OhioCon thing last week, right. we went for over an hour and a half, well, almost an hour well, I mean, and 15. I think that's particular segment went like an hour and a half right and that's kind of my point is we just kept on going so we primarily put the brakes in there in a live show only so we can catch our breath get a drink run to the bathroom check the score of the game what have you Mm -hmm. so since the majority of people listen on podcasts they really don't care about the music because they would just you know they're listening for the hell of it um they'd rather just do three or four hours all together so we, I just i'm going to remove all the music just because it's much easier for the listener fair enough okay Speaking of our four-hour epic show last week, which yes. was not planned, at least to go four hours, right? Uh, I had a poll made up on the forums on vtwproductions.com, the Empress Court forums, asking you, the listener, precisely how long do you think Highlander and I should go? Now, the running joke around here, and this is going back to the wild radio days, is we go until we're damn well good and ready to leave. Yes. And there isn't anybody online after us. At the moment. At the moment. Having said that, um, I have a poll up there. If anybody who hasn't already weighed in would like to, I'm going to probably close the poll Wednesday or Thursday of next week to see how long we should go. A two-hour program, a three-hour program, or just go until we get bored. Go until we get bored? Yeah. So, Um, Emperor, what did we learn today? I learned we're going until we get bored. Good night, everybody. We're out of here like five minutes. Exactly. Anyways, yeah, the poll right now is like way tipped in one one, one side. Right. The other poll that I have running is we have been discussing behind the scenes uh, quite a bit about doing a webisode, webisodes, video episodes of uh, a couple of different things. In fact, I have one idea I thought of. I ran by Baron Von Gosu yesterday. Uh-huh. He liked it. Remind me to tell you. I forgot about it. All right. Sure. Um, but in order to do that, we need to get – why the hell is Archbishop Shriggs flaming? I'm looking at the video chat on vtwproductions.com, and he's like, there's like flames around his head. Now, I'm, I'm sure – the fact that he's flaming doesn't you know, come as a surprise to anybody. I'm just curious as to why it's showing up on the video. Having said that, uh, I also had another poll up there asking how we – because we, what we need is we need a high-definition video camera. I do not have a good video camera. Anybody who's seen the quality of the stuff I take at conventions have seen the poor quality. That and we need a webcam. If we're ever to actually do this, which is the – like they've got right now putting on the, uh, uh, the right. video chat. Well, webcams are cheap. I mean, yeah, can, we can probably really we'll probably buy that one. ourselves. Yeah. Now the the high definition camera. Yes. There was one that I told you about. Yes, that one. Did you look at that? I did. What did uh, you think? The I asked around. Um, 
the audio on that is actually kind of very mediocre. Um, the attachments you can get for external microphones, mm-hmm. you have to be really specific, and the ones that they have are kind of expensive. So in a crunch, that's probably what we'll have to go ahead and use. Right. But the idea behind it, folks, is we want to raise a few dollars. I don't want to have a donation drive necessarily. I know we did that, I think, of March of 2009. Or, yeah, it's been about a year, isn't it? A I'd say so. since, about a year, yeah. Yeah, we had about a year and a half since we had the donation drive, and we got together, I think, about 800 bucks thereabouts, to buy all the equipment we use today. I don't really, really want to dip to that well again if I don't have to. I, I don't like the idea of asking for donations for whatever reason. Uh-huh. So I pitched the idea to the forum crowd and had them vote whether they would like to do a donation drive or perhaps we could sell a T-shirt or a baseball cap. Oh, Okay. We've got logos. We've got you know a couple models, some you know smart ass sayings. Uh-huh. So I'm just thinking maybe we can try and raise a few bucks that way by selling a shirt. Maybe actually getting something for your money rather than just throwing it out there and knowing that the video that was made, you know, you had a hand in that by helping us get our camera. Absolutely, yeah. So that is also up there on the forums. I would very much like to hear your opinion. We have a lot of new listeners tonight. Actually, the show has been growing pretty much exponentially for the last. Two months on a pretty regular basis. Going deep and holy... Did he get it? Wow, look at he that. He got it! Oh my god, he got it! No, that's the thing. He didn't get it. He I know, it bounced out. The other guy did. Touchdown wow. Buckeyes. About a 60-yard bomb. The one guy dove. He had two uh, defenders on him. Bounces off his hands and into the hands of his uh, teammate, who's like three yards ahead of him. <laughs> the Penn State guy is <laughs> just like, stunned. He's like... All right, let's see what happens. So it comes ball down. Comes in. Yeah, go ahead. Everyone runs for it. The ball gets thrown over to the left, and the other Ohio State receiver, I don't know who it is, number 12, just happened to be in the right place at the right time and grabbed it out of thin air. That's incredible. What a, wow. Just, what a just how they wrote it up. <laughs> and the drinks are flowing in IRC, ladies and gentlemen. For those who don't know the joke, there is an Emperor's Court drinking game. Anytime Hollander or myself happens to mention anything regarding Ohio, Cleveland, or any of the sports teams they're in, everybody takes a drink. At this point, IRC is pretty much gone, which is usually how the show starts, and it degrades from there. All right, so, Highlander, we have things to get you. Where should we start on the board of awesome, of which we have tons of stuff? You know, I don't know. I only saw it a couple of minutes ago, so you probably know better than I do what would be a good one to start with. Well, how about this for our segments? Now, we, uh, we have the quickening tonight. We have all, yeah, we yes. have all my segments. Your questions to Highlander answered in... God, I, how best to describe that? Uh, you're jealous of how awesome I am? How about the yeah. fact that I laugh at half of them requires me to have to go to my priest for you know reconciliation every single week? Sounds like a win to me. <sighs> Forgive me, Father, if I have sinned for laughing at racist jokes, retards, <laughs> handicapped people. Uh, yeah, I have my Sexual forbidden knowledge. Window. I have my stupid video game moment. Actually, I've we got have, one, too. The, we have the this or that. We have a couple of this or that's. Folks, if you want to get into the conversation, if you want to get an email in before we get to... I've got the mailbag, too. Don't forget. Yes. Which I want to do before the announcement, because a lot of people are sending in their uh, speculation really? as to what this announcement is. I'm curious to see what they have so to speculate on. Emperor1G at Cox.net, COX.net. Send in your questions. We're probably going to do the mailbag, uh, I would say, probably right before the end of the first hour. Okay? So get them in. All right. Uh, there's some controversial stuff up here, Highlander, and there's a topic I wanted to get to. In fact, let's do. Let's start off with this one. All right. I wanted to do it last week, and we kind of ran out of time. Okay. And it's a topic we've talked about before, which is cheating. All right. In video gaming. Yeah. Now, everybody knows the little conniption fit I had a couple weeks ago about Blizzard banning people for you know using single player hacks. Right. Stupid. All right. Well, I had a bit of, a, of an ethical, you know, personal dilemma the other day. Okay. 
I was playing uh, Langrisir, the Japanese version, the one I downloaded, having tricked my PlayStation 3 into getting onto their network. Mm-hmm. And I started looking through game facts just because, having played the game so many times in the original, I've noticed the game was a little different in okay. the remake. And I came across a couple different codes which I was not aware of, one of which opens up a secret shop that allows you to get various items. Aha! Uh-huh. Okay, now the items aren't free. You've got to pay an exorbitant amount of, of in-game money to get them. Right. So, and not all the items are overpowered. Some of them have trade-offs. One of which is an item that allows you to gain twice the amount of, twice the amount of experience for everything that you do. Hmm, okay. Now, the trade-off is your character cannot attack or defend. His troops can, but he cannot. Ah, interesting. So my question is this. I actually stopped the game. I was about halfway through. I stopped, restarted from the beginning... And I went and got a couple of these items to start off the game so that my characters were getting experience twice as much. Okay. Now, at this point, I'm about, I think I'm on scenario 9 or 10 out of 20. Okay. And I'm just beating ass like a drum. So I started thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? Am I, I've already beaten this game probably a dozen times straight because there's different classes and different types you can kind of go through. It's a strategy role-playing game. Okay. It's known as Warsong here in the United States. Langris here in Japan. And I've always had a pet peeve about people who cheat. Now, I mean, if you want to, I get it. To me, it always seemed like you were kind of cheating yourself. You weren't getting the whole experience of the game by taking the easy way out. And then I look at it, and I'm like, did I just really puss out? Did I just become that guy that I usually hating on or bitching about here on the air? Did I just kind of throw it all you know, to the nine winds and say, I'm going to go for convenience because I want to get through the game as quickly as possible with the best characters possible? instead of playing it straight like I should have? Does it ruin the game? I mean, have I ruined the experience? Have I stepped out of what I was supposed to be? You're asking me that? Yes, I'm asking you. I, I cannot reconcile with myself thinking I should play it straight the way it is, or I should just go ahead, get the cheat codes, or in this case, get the items, beef up my guys, and just start kicking ass. Okay, well, you know my opinion on all that. We've talked about this before. So in terms of this specific game, uh, I can't see how you're cheating yourself at all considering that it was the developers who put that in the game to begin with. Well, most cheat codes are put in by the developers. I mean, if you play like... You know, a Warcraft 3 or a Starcraft or Diablo. Or those right, are all very right. famous ones or you know, Red so Alert the, or what have you. the manufacturer is encouraging you to do something like that. So they're actually enabling me, is what you're saying. They're enabling you? Yes, they're enabling no, they're me. By putting it there the in front of Okay. And the choice that I've taken is, is it's, it's only cheating when you are making it easier for yourself, not more convenient. Well, this is not make, well. See, I don't think it's cheating at all. Something like this is, like I said before, it's entertainment. Right. If, if you're entertained by beefing your guys up all the way and blowing through the game, but then see, I don't have a problem with it. To me, half you're the, not cheating anyone else. But half the part of gaming, as I've said before, is competition. I like pitting myself against... Ohio State just intercepted the ball. Go, 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 touchdown, Buckeyes. I believe the game is now It's a blowout. Over. My ass is sore, and I'm in Cleveland. They're in Columbus. The raving continues. Listen, I, I thrive on the competition. I like pitting myself against other players, against the AI, against whatever the game brings to the table. And that's fine. That's not a problem. But there are other people that don't want to do that. They're more interested in the story. They're more interested in just blowing through the game. I mean, even, you know, the fact that you can even go, and I'm, I don't know about this game in particular, but I'll, I'll say 90% of games. Because obviously there are some games that go against the rule. You can start your game on easy, on normal, on hard, nightmare mode, whatever you want to call it. Right. So you, you've already got that option 
already given to you. Now, would you consider someone cheating if they played the game on easy? Well, uh, well, no, not necessarily, simply because a lot of games, in fact, I'd say the majority that have different difficulty levels, usually have something different in the game depending on the, on the mode of difficulty. For instance, if you were to play like Quake at Nightmare, it's going to be a lot different than if you play it easy, not just because the characters are harder, the monsters, but the levels are a little different, the weapons are a little different, they do, you know, it's a different experience playing it at one versus the other. My point is, taking the normal experience, there is no difficulty level. And I'm altering the experience of the game because of the items I'm getting, whether because they're overpowered or because I'm leveling up quicker. I guess what I'm, what I'm really concerned is, am I becoming a hypocrite? Am I looking at this and saying, you know, shaking my finger at people and saying, you shouldn't cheat, don't be a bastard, play it the way it's supposed to be. And now here I am, given the same option, and all of a sudden now I'm taking the easier way out by... Now, it does, these particular items do, does make the game a little more difficult in the early going. Okay. But it's going to pay off huge dividends down the road because I don't have to worry about leveling up my characters. Right. I just steamroll from that point on. No, I, I, well, I mean, okay. I don't have a problem. I, I, I don't right, have a problem I'm like with a hypocrite. that. Am I like a hypocrite? Am I a hypocrite? Yes. A little bit, I suppose. You I, think so? I won't deny it. Yeah. I mean, you've, you really railed on it. The one thing said, everyone should play the exact same experience. And if you, you know, do anything easier or try to change it, then you're, you know, you're failing. And you're kind of doing the exact thing that you were criticizing so many other people for doing. Now, if you ask me, I don't have a problem with that. If that's what you right. want to do to entertain yourself and to enjoy the game, then go right ahead. It's, it's your entertainment. It's what you think is fun. See, Loranis is saying that uh, since you already played the game through so many times and haven't beat it so many times, it's not really cheating because you've already experienced yeah, it. Yeah, I thought of that, but that's, that's, it's an easy thing to get around because just fine. Pick a game that you haven't beaten. And you're okay. in the same scenario. All right, now so. let me throw this at you. Okay. What about strategy guides? Is that cheating? Oh, of course it's cheating. It is. It's it is? telling you how to win the game. Then I have verse been a friggin' cheater since Final Fantasy VII. Of course. I, I've thought of, okay. I, I wouldn't call it cheating. I would just call it assisting yourself and helping out. I see RIC is splitting again because we've got like six people dropping. Everybody's going to come back in. I don't know. I don't know if it's because the channel is over full or overflowing or if it's just it is pretty damn Quake Nets just having a bad night tonight. I mean, these people keep reconnecting. They, they're just getting kicked out. I, I kind of feel bad. But yeah, I mean, I'll yeah, think about I mean, the strategy really, guide. I'm like, you've got, you've got strategy guides that are put out by, right, by, the, know, company by the company themselves. Yes. You've got things where you can make the game easier or harder, depending on your level and what you want to do. You've got cheat codes built into games by the manufacturer in order to help you along. You know, God, everyone knows what God mode is. Uh, and then you've got secret stuff thrown in there if you can find it, like what you were saying about uh, Languisir, okay. about that particular shop. So, I, like I said, it, it, it depends on what you're interested in doing. Are you interested in slogging it out on a hard mode and you find a, a sense of accomplishment by doing that? That's fine. But there are other people that want to, you know, get through it as fast as possible and just enjoy the story. So they'll put it on easy and they'll, they'll do what they can just to kind of whip on through it. Apparently, people that are disconnecting are using the web chat function from VTW Productions. It might Ooh. be better just to pick up on... Well, the, the, part of the problem is that, um, from what Gnomewise was telling me earlier, is that our service provider, our, our host for the website... Uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, I don't know. I've never, I've shut never up. Asked. I'm looking. It's, it's, it's Squarespace. It's having a router issue near them that's having some problems, and that's oh, what's kind of okay. causing that. So, so you're saying it would make better sense to download... Download um, MIRC, MIRC or an IRC client and connect through that way. I mean, there are... A, do we just score again? No, they're just... That's re a replay? Okay. Re yeah, recapping. Because, you know, I'll tell you, it's twofold. When I picked up Final Fantasy 13, okay, a couple months ago... Uh-huh. 
I really debated. What I usually do is, like you mentioned, we play in easy mode. I'll play the game through straight the first time, uh-huh. like I did with Final Fantasy VII. Then I go and buy the strategy guide, and I'll play it through a second time to see all the stuff I missed. Okay. Okay. This time around, I took one look at the strategy guide for thirteen, and I shit a brick, and I'm like, I'm just going to buy it. The thing is 300 pages long. Wow, it's really? Fr- yeah, hang on. Let me grab it. Probably because they have all they show all the different combinations of the... Yeah. It's been so long since I played, I don't even remember the, oh, the actions see. or whatever those things are. Uh, I'm sorry. It's 256 pages long. Still, that's pretty long. Look at here. Feel this, son of a bitch. It's, it weighs like... Jeez. It's like five pounds. I'm it's not like, lying. Uh, it's almost like a textbook. Yes. Very similar. Jeez. Of course, you know, textbooks aren't this cool, but... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that, that's that just my there. opinion. It's, it, it's entertainment. You should do what you want to do with, you know, you, you spent the money, you spent a lot of money, and you should yes. do whatever you want to do with it. Now, as, now, I will say that if you're cheating other players, like on online or something okay. like that, then I'm totally against right. that. Right. No, that's, 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 to me, is a very different, different yeah, animal. Totally different animal. Then yeah. you should be banned because now you're ruining not just your experience, but somebody else's. Yes. And more importantly, especially in a game that has ranking. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you're setting yourself up for possible monetary gain, tournaments, that kind of thing, sure, like sure. a StarCraft too. But so, if you're playing it by yourself, then you should, you know, whether it's a strategy guide or a game genie or anything like that, if that's what you want to do and you enjoy it, more power to you. Davlin says, personally, I'm a completionist. I need to know how to finish with everything, but I still want to enjoy the game, but I only get the guides for RPGs. Well, you know, and that's true because uh, first-person shooters, you know, and, and we've had this discussion before and. uh uh, Legal Tender and I were talking about this earlier today, or earlier this week at work, uh-huh. and he bought a couple different, like, Dead Rising, he beat in, like, five hours. He beat Dead Rising in, in like, five, five six hours? hours, yeah, he blew Jeez. through it pretty quick. Yeah, because And he got most of the achievements. There's a lot of stuff he, well, a lot of stuff he missed. I, I, I think it's really different because first-person shooters, action games, traditionally don't last very long. They're not meant to. They're mainly made for multiplayer. Right. But I'm talking about your strategy games, your war games, your RPGs, games that are yeah. that are by their very definition, their very uh, identity, designed to last more than your four or five hour playtime. They're not for the faint of heart. Oh, sure. They're ones you continually play over and over again. Absolutely. So you never actually win everything. Right. Um, but the problem I'm running into is, as I'm getting older, I notice, obviously, I have a lot less time to give over to my hobby, which in this case is gaming. Right. You know, I don't play baseball anymore because I don't have the time. I've got, you know, my bad foot, so I can't really run anymore. I don't play football anymore. I, I pretty much right now gaming, radio, those are the hobbies I actually have the time for mm-hmm. because I can go and do them for a couple hours and, and be done with them. And I get to the point where I get games like Final Fantasy Thirteen or, you know, Fable or Dragon Age Origins. Right. Where you just don't have the time to just explore it the way you normally would have when we were kids or in college. The last you. game that I did that with was uh, Elder Scrolls IV: Oblivion. Okay, that one, one I did. I did the main quest. I did all. There's four major. They're almost they're almost like games in and of themselves. The side quests, search for everything. There was whew, man, there was almost like 110 hours worth of of content on that, which is crazy. But I actually did all of it. That's the last time I did anything like that because I loved that game so much. Barry brings up a funny point, and we realized this years ago. He said, I love that they sell strategy guides for a while. Not only is it all the same stuff online on several sites, but thanks to patching and expansions, those books are out of date so fast it's not worth it. Yeah, especially when you have the internet and you can go to right. GameFacts. Yeah, that's, that's Just why. think about Ultima Online when that game came out. Yeah. They had a strategy guide, an actual strategy book, like, kind of like a, like a novel book. They yeah. released with the game. Within the first four months, it was completely out of date. Most of the stuff that was in the book was not in the game after its first two or three patches. Right. 
So yeah, that's that's a little different. That's that's a different animal. Yeah, like when you that. have a game that's constantly patching, then right, it's it's really tough to put a book out for it. Sure, it would make play, sense to put a, a website up for it. With the Cataclysm coming, the Cataclysm expansion coming uh, December seventh, to play that after having played Vanilla WoW and nothing in between mm-hmm. would be like two completely different games. Yeah, it probably would. I mean, the the the, the patch it all, holy crap. It'd probably take all day. Now, Ryan says, I still have the little book from UO. Yeah, I still got that thing somewhere. I, you do? Oh, yeah. Wow. And the strategy guide. It's, it's, I, I believe it's in one of my bins, but yeah, I've, I've got it. But, you know, I, I, I guess... I mean, I'm not trying to talk you out of... If, right, if, no, I understand if, that. If that's right. what you like to do, then that's fine. But understand that your... I mean, I, this, this may sound like a crazy thing to you, but your way isn't everyone else's way. That's blasphemy. <laughs> I will have Archmage add you to the what purge you, list. What, what you like to do in gaming is not what everyone else likes to do in gaming. I, I look at myself as the average gamer. At least I, I used to. And I, I see myself breaking down my walls, my, my holier-than-thou attitude, coming now from my ivory tower, getting off my pedestal and saying, <laughs> at my age, with my responsibilities, with the new house coming, having a career, having a family, I, I just... I can't. Uh, we might be getting another touch. Ah, uh, no, we're not. I maybe we not. Go, 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 go. Down ah, to the twenty. That was like a forty-yard run. I, I don't have the time anymore. So I'm starting to take the shorter cuts. I'm take. I'm trying to take, you know, and not ruin the whole experience, but cutting corners to try and advance it a little quicker. Right. So I'm getting right. more out of it in the little time that I have to play. Hmm. And I'm just trying to reconcile that with the fact that I've always, I guess, it's doing one thing all of your life, and all of a sudden finding out that you can't do it anymore. You have to switch gears and go a different direction uh-huh. now wait a minute you can't take a drink we didn't say who exactly was was scoring or whatever i that only no. that really counts spit it out <laughs> yeah spit it out do it so i it's something i've been kind of wrestling over and i and I, uh-huh. I realized when i started the game over from scratch and i kind of wiped away all that time I'm like you know what if i'm really trying to save time then why the hell did i erase the first game to start over to get through it yeah using these and then if, yeah. if you're trying to save time why are you playing it in the first place if if what you like to do is to you know take your time and slog through, you know you, you'll, I would say you just have to be a little bit more choosy about the games you pick. I mean, I know I am. That's another thing too is I have to pick although, and choose although now. Fable Three, I'm going to get that though. Why does it look at like the French Revolution? Um, it's not the French Revolution per se. It takes oh, place okay. in its own little country. Right, I understand it, but uh, well, it's, with the with the hat thing. Well, yeah, the, and the, the tricolor, tricolor and all the, that, the muskets. The, the premise. And I've not actually played the whole thing, obviously, but the premise is that it's like a regular RPG. Okay. But then you overthrow the kingdom and you're in charge. And then there's more game. Like, you have to run the kingdom and stop crazy stuff from going on. I thought it was going to be a touchdown. Uh, And then you can lose the kingdom. You can do a whole bunch of crazy stuff like that. So, normally in in RPGs, you go to try to defeat the evil king or whatever. Well, it, it... it continues after that. After you defeat the the evil guy, then you have to run. The you're kind of taking over from that point. You're on. You're taking over, yeah, and then you can decide you're going to be a good ruler or a bad ruler, which is in every single fable game. You can go good or bad. Lorraine says, "Emp, in the example you were giving, I would call it a new game. New game plus, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is from uh, I think the first instance of that was Chrono Trigger, if I remember correctly. That's when you can you beat the game and then well see the reason you you did that is because Chrono Trigger had like twelve different endings right nothing was I mean and you had the different things throughout the game to get those different endings yes so right. after right. You, yeah, yeah. you you beat the game and then you play the game again only you keep all your stats your armor so like the it's just like what you were saying like in the first part of the game 
I mean, you're, you're killing bosses with one hit and things like that. But it's all to try and find the other endings that are in Chrono Trigger, which is fun. I never found all of them. I found a lot of them, though. It was a good time. The one thing I never got was the, uh, the Final Fantasy VII part where you could actually, depending on what your, your actions were in the game, you could um, get a different date when you get to the Golden Saucer. I actually tried that a couple times. Oh, Following right. the online oh, guide. Yeah, you can never worked for me. Yeah. It was always the same every single time. Like, okay, I get the dead bitch. I get it. I get it. I suppose you could just look on GameFAQs. All right. First article tonight from 1up.com. Okay. Tetris may reduce post-traumatic flash- flashbacks. Wow. Study shows. Subjects who play Tetris shortly after viewing traumatic images and flashbacks cut roughly in half. Really? Wow. Wait, you want me to read this? You go ahead. I've done All a lot right. of talking so far. Studies have already shown that Tetris changes the brain. I hope in a good way. But it may be good for people who suffer from post-traumatic stress as well. Notice it doesn't say if it changes in a good way. Uh, well, you can click on it and you'll yeah, probably read the article. Yeah, I don't care enough. But uh, it's funnier if we think it's bad. Uh, the, <laughs> journal, the journal PLOS1, I don't know what that stands for, has published a study that shows playing Tetris after a traumatic experience will protect against recurring flashbacks. The game apparently distracts the brain from the event and short-circuits the storage of painful memories. So what I you're get, telling me, then, is that the police departments are going to start putting Tetris in their rape kits or that's something? That's right. They will. Russian, I've been raped here. Play Tetris. I mean, if, if, all, if, all this is true, <laughs> if all this is true, I'm assuming it's because you're spending so much time concentrating on getting the blocks in order that you're not concentrating on what's happening to you. Yeah, I'm guessing. Uh, apparently, this effect is unique to visuospatial games as well. So like all those little cheapy games like Zuma and Puzzle Quest and things. Right. The study found that games relying on trivia and language skills don't have the same therapeutic effect. Probably because you have, you're going through your memory, you're using a brain as opposed to just concentrating what's right, in front of you. Right, right. Quote, verbal tasks may not be as effective because they will not affect the same neural networks. Or that. Says Dr. Alexander Oblaski, MD, who specializes in post-traumatic stress disorder but was not involved in the study. Well, why don't you talk to someone who was? Quote, it's a different, <laughs> I, I don't know, All right. just what I would think. Uh, quote, it's a different part of the brain that processes the information, unquote. The study was con- I don't even know what that word is. Confucted? I didn't that's exactly say a word. That's exactly how No, that's how, yeah. C-O-N-F-U-C-T-E-D. Uh, by having three groups watch traumatic Touchdown. images. Touchdown. Nice. Wow, now it's a real blowout now. Less than four minutes left, and we're up by, we're going to be 38 poke the bear. Uh, study was confucted. <laughs> By having three groups watch traumatic images, such as fatal car accidents. Afterward, one group was given Tetris, another was given a quiz game, and a third did nothing. Those who played Tetris had four flashbacks on average over the course of ten minutes, while those who did nothing had twelve. Jeez. Okay, now, I, I need them to define for me what's a flashback. Did they just flop in the ground like, Charlie's in the trees! And just start, like, like a Vietnam flashback and start, you know... I spacing just, out or I think what? Just remembering. That's all. It's not like well, it I don't remember anytime I want a flashback. Just it, I, I guess from my standpoint, when I hear flashback, I think of it as like an unbidden memory that you can't get away from. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know. We'd have to read the study to see. I suppose. Uh, let's see. Quiz gamers had average six, but actually experienced more flashbacks than the control group over the next week. Well, a Tetris group experienced fewer than both groups. So apparently, yeah, uh, Tetris. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if you're going to start shipping this thing wholesale to the guys in Afghanistan. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... Uh, give them something to do. I mean, you can play it free now. I don't know. It's just like, is it a single or double blind test? I don't, I don't know. No, we'd have to... We're just reading the article about the Yeah, I'm test. not... We're not going to go through the whole test. Right, kiss my ass. I don't care. <laughs> Angry Badger. Mama's beating Daddy again. Get Tetris. Here, kid. Play Tetris. 
This song I can't get run over. Play Tetris quickly. Play Tetris. Start putting them in schools. <laughs> Why not? Here, honey, play some Tetris. I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> wow, we're actually progressing. That's more than one article in the first hour. Jeez. Ah, that's progress, man. That is progress. This one from Gizmodo.com. And a video game that dares to make Americans angry. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. What? According to that, uh, if the season ended today, right. we would play LSU in the Sugar Bowl. That's a BCS Bowl. Yeah. I'd like to get revenge against LSU. Kiss my ass, LSU. <laughs> All right. Uh, da, 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 da. Anyways, this guy, it's, it's kind of like written in a blog type thing. Right. Quote, I have little animosity for the virtual people I shoot in video games. They are cardboard targets. The worst they can do is kill my virtual me. This changed last week. I played the beginning of the upcoming first-person shooter Homefront. I felt a burning urge in the game to do right with the trigger of a virtual gun. Homefront is sent in a near future United States that has become occupied by a bellicose unified Korea. What? Wow. Okay. The implication, I don't even... Okay, so, so, they're, so they're unified. I mean, North Korea has a pretty big army. But, does, but they no have technology no and no food. South Korea has a lot of technology and not a whole huge army. So I guess if you combine them both, but... You have, how a, do you, you have like Japan Light. I can say, how do you how do you get to America without us noticing? <laughs> Anyways, continuing on. Early on, it would be cliche in film, but feels novel in a game. My character it was arrested by the U.S. apartment in a in his U.S. apartment by Korean occupation police, handcuffed, shoved into a bus, forced to ride past lines of Americans taken prisoner. As the bus rolled past, I saw enemy soldiers roughing up civilians. Basically, it goes on to say that he's now all of a sudden. Uh, is, oh, you, yeah, you missed the one thing where apparently parents got murdered in front of their children. Oh, okay, that I did not see. Uh, uh, la, 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 la. And then I heard the pitch despairing voice of a mother telling her child not to look, to turn away, to not let what was going to happen be an unforgettable scar. Uh, the scene came into view with child wailing as parents are lined up against the wall and shot to death. Okay, so here we go, where we have one, an ultra-violent video game, quite apparently. Obviously, so yes. At least people in California won't have to play it. The second part of this is that a unified Korea, and look, it's got the it, the screenshot shows a tank in the background on the streets. Yeah, of, with the of, North Korean star. Star, right? I tell you, man, I, I can almost believe this. These freaks play nothing but StarCraft all day long. I think it's kind of like Ender's Game, where they've been strategizing and planning for years. See, unfortunately, I, I have to disagree with you, Barve. I say we could defeat Korea. We have the secret weapon. Their only weakness, StarCraft. Now I know what you're thinking. But the problem is that StarCraft actually helps Korea because they're so good at it. They, right. it's, it's almost like Ender's Game. They, like, they all have it little does, yeah, mini exactly, strategies. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, you know, North Korea can say nuclear launch detected. That's their pretty much their... <laughs> for the three people that have computers in North Korea and have the electricity to play, that's the only strategy they really use is the, the nuclear launch. True, true. But uh, Xerox's box for president of the world. Well, if they can take out America, who can stop these mad Koreans? I think Canada could defeat Korea. By What? They're I don't even Mounties? We're going to throw bags of milk at them? <laughs> That'll stop them. And some Tim Horton donuts. Oh, those are so good. <laughs> okay. So good, Tim Horton donuts. The coffee's good, too. All right, so I understand the point of view where he's trying to get it, where you're taking the, the uh, standpoint of an American who's... Right. It's kind of like uh, Red Dawn. Yeah, kind of. I, I, Wolverines! Yeah. yeah. I mean, t- to me, games don't really get that emotional to me. No, I've, I've heard... I did, have, has the Baron played Heavy Rain? I don't believe. I don't know if he has. Okay, because him. I've seen articles where they said that it was, it was actually pretty emotional. But I was having never played it because I don't own a PlayStation Three. I, I can't tell you yes or no on that. But I know that that seems to be the next, the next kind of big thing in gaming is to try to elicit some sort of 
emotional response other than, you know, hurry up and beat the level or, you know, dodge this guy, dodge that guy. Anyways, it goes on to say the characters have, you know, various issues throughout the game, such as, you know, talking about their own tactics or deciding how brutal or how noble they should be, you know, rules of engagement, you know, the kind of resistance they're going to put up in the, in the United States against the Korean invaders. I'm not sure, so sure this is a, a game so much as a documentary or a warning of the future, necessarily. <laughs> I would probably take out Korea and put in China. Yeah, that would be, well, that would be more believable, yes. Yes. A couple caveats that, one, the Chinese rarely go outside their borders throughout their history. The second thing is they have no navy. But I understand your point. Yes. If you're going to look at a, uh, an Asian group that's going to threaten us other than Japan in the last 60 years, it would be China. Right. I of course, they would... Sh- Economically, would make no sense whatsoever. We're their biggest trade partner, but you know. all I know is that we have all these nukes just sitting there doing nothing. We should just start <laughs> at Vietnam and work our way up the coast north. You sure you want to start at Vietnam? We, why not? Well, we didn't do very well in Vietnam. We that's we what I said. Let's start the nukes done. there and just walk <laughs> oh, them up okay. the coast. I got nuking you. as we go. So you're there's just no, you're just making a list. Yes. And like, oh, oh. Well, let me think about it. We spent sure all this money in, to keep those things. What? So you sure you wouldn't start in North Korea, work your way down? I mean, yeah, okay, you Korea could. was before. I mean, both. Started, started both. And we have enough. Work our way toward the middle, toward Beijing. Have the Chinese shit and breaks because it's coming from the north, coming from the south. Who's going to get it first, oh, Beijing or... Oh, guys, yeah, nothing to worry about. We're just taking care of some old business, that's all. There goes Hong Kong. <laughs> Shanghai, you're next. You would probably want to blow up Shanghai. That's where the next Disney resort's going. Shanghai? Well, it's the biggest, country. It's the biggest city in the world, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Shanghai? Yes. No, the biggest city in the world, or, I believe, or, is Mexico City. I is think. It? All right. What? Yeah, Mexico City's pretty big. Look, it's big and there's a lot of people there. I won't deny My that. My mom's a lot of black people in China. <laughs> there's an old... You don't remember that? Black people in China? My no. mom said there's a lot of black people in China. What is that from? Really? Really? IRC, what is that quote from? Let's see how fast they get it. It shouldn't take long. Again, we're just looking at IRC here. Just staring. Okay, it's now gone silent. They see? haven't shut up all night. <laughs> we asked a question to IRC, and this goes dead. It's, it's, they're running to Wikipedia right now looking. Because you Type it in. Type it in. Exactly. South Park, thank you. Okay. When Cartman says, my mom says a lot of black people in China. I don't even know why it comes up. I just remember that. Okay. For- it's Africa. Forest yeah, I know. Oh, God. Shanghai has the largest population? Okay, fair enough. See, okay, that's probably I thought what it was thinking. Mexico City. Yeah. But, uh, we can cool. nuke New Zealand. We send all of our film crews there to shoot epic movies. Why? Okay, well, then all the movies coming out is going to be... Well, we're not talking about... That's... that's uh, I mean, I... I guess no, you can't really call it Asia. I thought it was like o- Oceania or something. Yeah, that's like, that. like uh, Australia's Australia, Australia, New Zealand, all yes. those islands in the middle of the Pacific. Of course, then every movie from here on out is going to be some post-apocalyptic <laughs> epic movie. That's all we had to work with—the yeah. giant oh crater where New Zealand used to be. So, I, so now, now we're way off topic. What were we talking? The about? point is, the guy's trying to make is that he's playing a game where. The Americans are being slapped around and beat down, kind of like the movie Red Dawn, where the oh, movie okay. the Soviets invade the United States. Right, okay. Except it's the Koreans, the Koreans, for whatever reason, using their awesome StarCraft abilities to somehow out-micro the United States Army, invaded and taken us out. So now he's seeing Americans being abused and shot and destroyed. And he gets by, angry about it. Yes. And how he's you know made emotionally, physically angry at what he is seeing and takes satisfaction in the elimination of the enemy that he's fighting. Okay. I, I have nothing to say about that. If that's, you know, it, it kind of goes back to uh, what we were talking about before. If if that's how he feels and that's what he wants to do, however, I guess I think a game like this 
takes on an added meeting or has a little more significance when you consider what is before the Supreme Court currently, which is a games that are violent or depict violent acts against humans, that those kind of games should be banned or at least not prevent, or, you know, they're not permitted to be sold to people under the age of 18 or 21. Right. Especially since they're now quoting all these different studies saying that looks like the game's over. Penn game State has over. lost. Ohio State has defeated Penn State. Get your ass out the field, Paterno. Doesn't even know his own name. God has clearly forgotten Paterno. <laughs> Anyways, um, where it's gotten to the point where you're seeing a game that's now having an effect on the person playing it. Now, this has always been the argument that video games don't turn people violent. There's clearly something wrong with them to begin with. Columbine comes to mind. You know, pretty much any violent act has been linked to video games in one fashion or another mm-hmm. when it comes to kids. Now you have a game where you actually have a reporter from Gizmodo saying that it is so realistic and happening in the United States, this particular game, that it actually, in real life, pisses him off. It's altering his emotional and physical state. Okay. That, to me, adds a lot more significance to the to the conversation. Now we have a problem. Because... Now you're actually having somebody, and granted, it's just one person. Yes. Now, if it is that realistic and it depicts that kind of, of brutality to Americans, maybe you do kind of put yourself into the, you know, into the shoes of your avatar on screen. Maybe you do start to see and act a little differently based on your experiences in the game. Doesn't that kind of rework the discussion now as to whether violent video games should be banned in the United States? No, not at all. Because if that's the case, then you can make the case that uh, violent movies do right? the exact same thing. And they're much more realistic than games at the moment. So you're saying people who watch professional wrestling and then go and put their little brother in a headlock and kill them, they're not mimicking what they see on TV? They're not mimicking what they see on Aren't TV? Aren't they mimicking what they see on TV? I have no idea. Dead I air. I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to draw into conversation. I'm trying to talk. Now, not, okay, now okay. Let, me ask, let me ask you this. I'll, I'll rework it in a different way. Okay. If that was a movie, would you have a problem with that? I mean, you were mentioning Red Dawn, and I don't see you freaking out. Only because I don't remember Red Dawn that much. I watched it when I was a kid. When they're remaking it, by the way. I can't wait for that. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Because it's been so long since I saw it, I, I don't have a good depiction for it. There's nothing really in my life experience that I can point to and that would be similar to something like this. Where Americans where I, are being targeted? Yes, where I see my house, my home. Uh, I mean, how about... There, there, there have been nine uh, eleven. I was about to say, how about nine eleven? Pearl Harbor. The actual. I mean, that was a crappy movie, but still, that was you know they depicted the whole battle of Pearl Harbor. You know, how about the original Midway or Tora Tora Tora? Sure, I was. I saw Tora Tora. I was pissed at the end. Okay, damn Japanese bombing mm-hmm. us. You know, or uh, uh, well, the Patriot didn't really get up oh, in arms. But there are there are movies that you know kind of you know make the heart race a little bit or make it walk a little quicker. Sure, or take a little pride. But they don't step, like. But they don't change your whole life, do they? Well, I'm, I, it's easier for me to hate people, so I hate people on a general basis. That See, just that, kind of gives me a target you, for that week. You, you bring to media, games or books or movies or whatever, you, you bring to it what you already have. And a lot of times people see what they want to see. So if you're already in upset, bitter, you know, whatever, when you go in to see something like that, all that's going to do is make you more upset and bitter. It's just going to exacerbate the issue that you already have. Or if someone says, saw made people cut themselves. Musky Bear said, well, they said that they were deliberately avoiding Middle East Taliban and they thought Korean would be the least realistic choice. No, I mean, uh, I don't think about it's... least realistic, uh, that would probably be something like... Um, the French. You know, pick, pick an African country. The Canadians likes. invade us. 
No, that would be well. That was uh, Canadian bacon, but that was yes. a comedy. Okay, well, that's my kind of my point. Right. I don't think it's necessarily who is the one invading the United States, Moscow Bear, at least in this case. I'm not more aggravated because it's the Koreans invading and destroying the United States as opposed to the Taliban or something else. Right. I suppose I would be more pissed in that case, but, you know, having the Koreans, I'm ambivalent as to necessarily who's doing it. It's why it's being done. It's the fact that, you know. But from from what I can tell, the game is is more about um, you being in charge or you being part of some resistance cell. Yeah, you're part of it. Yeah. That's fighting him off, so... Uh, and what you kind of have to go through in the course of it, you know, yeah, the decisions exactly. you make, the tags you yeah. make. I Should mean, we shoot this I guy would... in the head? Should we rape this chick? You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's what it is. What if it was Mexican drug lords? I don't uh, think Mexican drug lords couldn't take over any country except no. Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> that works in Mexico. I'm not so sure works it works here, Mexico. at least so far. See, I, I see the game more as, as jingoistic than being, you know, intentionally upsetting to Americans. Jingoistic. Jingoistic. Yeah. You've never heard of the term jingoistic? I don't think I have. It's uh, that's two new words I've learned today. I'm a word warrior. First, you can look it up on Wikipedia if you want for the this. for the full huge definition. Okay, but well, it, just give me the. the it basically means like notes. like overly patriotic, as okay. in like like the Tea Party is jingoistic. I see. That's not necessarily Obama a good or a bad is thing. Not jingoistic. No, I wouldn't say Obama is not patriotic. Okay, I got patriotic, I got, I got, yes, I got, I got, but not uh, jingoistic. No. Okay, got it. So yeah, jingoism. There you go. It's being overly patriotic. Drug lords get shot if they leave their home? Uh, I would not know. Although I think they just killed one last week. Did they really? Finally, yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, it takes 3,000 deaths before you actually get one of them, but Archbishop, I don't, don't want this game to go the way of Seven Days in Fallujah. Uh, uh, no, that's not no. spelled right, but I don't think We get the idea. We know it's Fallujah. Yeah. yeah. Don't know. Well, the game's not over yet on that one, so... Uh, really? What, what is the, how much time is left in this one, do we know? About eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. And who's, who's leading? Auburn. Really? Really. What's this? Okay. Uh, we're just actually keeping track here. For those who don't know, the college football is uh, usually played on Saturdays. We're watching some of the top teams, Ohio State being one of them. We yep, need we Auburn to lose. They're up four points in the eighth. I'm sorry, well, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yes. And they're up by four. So, I mean, I can very easily see this game being dragged into the court battle right now that's being debated at the Supreme Court as a prime example of what they're trying to avoid. Now, on the same track, let's switch gears here. And this one from uh, 9MSN.com, Cubans upset at Black Ops video game. Uh Aha. Okay, Black Ops just came out this week. It is the fastest-selling game of all time. 5.6 million copies sold in the opening week. We'll get to that article a little later on. Wow. Anyways, Cuba's state-run media and bloggers are not amused at Call of Duty Black Ops, a new video game in which the player can join a secret operation in the 1960s to assassinate former leader Fidel Castro. What the United States government did not manage to do in 50 years, now it attempts to accomplish by virtual means, says comments on Wednesday on the website Cuba Debate. <laughs> Cast- that's what I had to look at it for you a second and said, oh, that's it, okay. Cuba Debate where Castro regularly publishes opinion pieces. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Okay. Uh, The site was referring to the numerous plots to kill the Cuban president, which the government says number 638. So there's been 638 plots to kill Fidel Castro? And they failed on them? Wow. We sucked that bad. We can't knock off some douchebag in Cuba. Horrible. Got it. All right. Uh, The latest installment of the hit Call of Duty franchise went on sale in North America and Europe on Tuesday. 
uh, ditching World War II and modern day environments for a Cold War theme. I'll give him credit for coming up with something new. New and original. Yeah. yeah. The game's first mission is to assassinate Fidel Castro before the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis. So, so like the Bay of Pigs? Uh, no, the Fid- Cuban Missile Crisis happened before the Bay of Pigs. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, later missions take the gamers inside the former Soviet Union and Southeast Asia during the Vietnam War. Wow. So first thing is I, I would, you can make a whole game about trying to kill Castro, but that's just mission one. Uh, Castro, now 84, led Cuba from the 1959 revolution until he stepped down for health reasons in 2006. His brother, Raul Castro, is currently the president of the communist nation. He's just as old as he is. And I think this is the crux of the problem right uh, here. On one hand, the game glorifies the, the attempts in any legal manner that the United States government planned against Castro, while on the other, it stimulates sociopathic behavior among American children and adolescents, the main consumers of those games, says Cuba Debate. Okay. A couple problems with this. First, he's 84 years old. Yeah. I don't think most Americans younger than me even know who the hell this guy is. Probably not. The only thing they know about Cuba is the fact that, one, it's the personal whipping bitch of every hurricane that comes through the Caribbean, and two, they make cool cigars that you're not really supposed to have, but somehow everybody does. Having said that, I, I think he's got a point. I can understand where they're probably mad that there's a game based on assassinating their leader. Sure, I can understand that, too. But, you know, at the same time, this is not exactly the nicest of people. This is, you know, a dictator who has conveniently shot and killed thousands of dissenters. Sure. Has sent human waves of refugees at the United States to punish us for one thing or another. That's why Miami is now part of Cuba. You know, it's... I believe there's more Cubans in the Miami area than than there are in Cuba. I believe that. Just like there's more Irish here than there are in Ireland. That kind of thing, too. They just keep sending waves of people. To me, it's just like it's like a German getting upset that we have a game about killing Hitler. I mean, the only inconvenience is the fact that Castro is still alive, I guess, in his diminished capacity. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this would be like the Germans getting pissed because there's a Call of Duty game about killing Hitler. You know, Operation Valkyrie. Oh, no, well, we don't want to kill Hitler. It's illegal to kill a head of state. Why? What does not fit in the mind of sane people is how the American society allows the proliferation of these games. Read a posting by a writer belonging to the pro-government bloggers and correspondents of the revolution. Hello, Pot. This is Kettle. Oh, yeah. That's we, not surprising. If, if, if you're in favor of the government there, then you're going to get mad that there's a game about killing the person that you like the most. I understand. But there's got to be an argument that they can come up with against the United States that isn't dripping in hypocrisy. Where it comes out like, well, we make people disappear and we kill nah. people all the time, but you shouldn't. No, I, I can't think of a legitimate argument against that particular game. I, I honestly can't. No, I, I, I can't either. I, 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 this is I, Cuba being pissed about something probably because they're Cubas. We'll see how well that country is once that jackass dies and they actually get some freedom in that place. But That's not looking good for Georgia. No, but, well, I mean, they gave it a run. I mean, it might not come out of the top two. But, yeah, so apparently Cubans were mad at Black Ops. Now, we saw... Um, well, we should... The Cubans in Cuba... Well, I mean, who Cubans knows? in America are We're like, yeah, kill the bitch. That's probably the, the highest selling game down there. <laughs> the 5.6 million, like 3 million or so. I, in Miami. I know for a fact there are tons of Cubans waiting to go back to Cuba when that guy dies. I fully encourage that because maybe they can turn that place around once they go back there. Hopefully. Just like all the Iraqis that are in Michigan. I'm like, you know what? Go back. Turn that place into, take your money. Go back. Turn that place into a paradise. You know what it's like in America. Take it back with you. Well, you can come back and visit sometime, but there you go. But. Uh, Again, here we, and this is very similar to the to the debate we had 
uh, a few weeks ago when was it Call of Duty that was the Taliban versus the United States? And people were up in arms about the opposing forces being called the Taliban. Right. They, well, they were the Taliban. Right, right. They changed the name to opposing forces. To opposing forces. Right. All right. Is this a similar situation where you're looking at, you know, an enemy or a game that's depicting an enemy slaughtering your particular people and being upset about it? Uh, it is, but I wouldn't be that upset about it anyway. I think there's, there's a bit of a difference in that, one, this happened 50 years ago, as opposed to what is going on right now on you know, Fox News or CNN. You can flip on and watch you know, footage of the wars that's happening. Uh, to me, there is a huge difference between what is current and what is 50 years in the past. I don't think so. I think something that, that happened bad, that happened bad, I speak English, it's doing good. Something that was bad that happened in the past is still bad. Medal of Honor, thank you. Like, uh, for example, if we had a game about the Holocaust and you were a uh, guard there, right. you had to uh, kill the Jews. As opposed to dying in Darfur. Yeah. Remember that game we played a little while mm-hmm. ago? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy, oh, boy. I mean, like, if, 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 if there was a game about that, would you be up in arms about it? Yes. Okay. Killing Jews? Yes. Yes. So obviously yes. the... It, the time by which you know we live, as opposed to when the event happened, really is irrelevant. If it's bad, it's I bad. see your point. That, that's a, I, I, that's a good point. That's a valid point. What? What? I gotta, I gotta write that down. You have never told me I had a good point. You're always no, you're wrong. Okay, down. well, ninety-nine of times you are. You do that. <laughs> write it in your diary when you get dear your diary. Your diary. Em finally liked what I had to say. Holy My life is fulfilled. I can die, I can die happy. <laughs> And die with honor. Okay, um, we're at the top of the hour, folks. We got to get to the mailbag here before we hit hit the break. Coming wasn't there, up, wasn't it, there something you were going to play before we? Oh, the mailbag. Mailbag. Going to do the mailbag first, and then we'll do the announcement uh, next hour. Okay, fair enough. I thought we might do that, um, only because the mailbag it has. There's a lot of people taking the a lot of. The post office deliver your hate mail to the house again. Yes, with the anything sound. worth looking at. No, no, just the usual death threats, okay, letter bombs, so, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? Just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? Are we at delay? I don't know. Yeah, look at it. There's a delay for some reason in the cast. That's kind of weird. Huh. Uh, well, nobody said anything. Like, why right. are all these Well, on? probably because they can't tell the difference. Because, they're, I mean, they're only hearing it as it happens. We're, right. It's almost like... Uh, I'm talking more about when you... When you click the uh, Duckman thing. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. On our end, you can actually hear the... Right. Yeah. That's... Wow, that's weird. We may have to wait a few minutes before we allow that to... Kermit the Frog against terrorism. Kermit the Frog telling you to go shoot (laughs) again. Kermit the Frog here. Yeah. (laughs) I am going to Afghanistan (laughs) to murder some sand and words. (laughs) I heard the drop in talking over you both. See, that's not supposed to happen. I don't understand where the delay is coming from. Yeah. And it played in the background. All right. So that's kind of odd. I don't know. Yeah. We've never had this issue before. Unless, of course, the stream is just so low with people listening, which has happened before, that it's starting to bog down. It's possible. Um, I, that has happened. Should we wait a couple seconds and play that thing again? No, I think they pretty much know it's the mailbag coming up here. Okay. So let's just go to the mailbag rather than drag it. Okay. Uh, actually, we'll probably have to refresh my... There we go. I think people... logging back into my, my email account here only because there's been so much going on. Okay, so starting off, uh, Miss Fiona sent us a very long thing on science religion. We've both responded to her, I imagine. I, you I, know, I, I did not. 
I, I know I should really? have answered that question at the bottom, but uh, this I one can f- answer it right now after the end of this. Okay, this one from Hobo Joe. Dear Imp, I was listening to last week's show when you were talking about ad- addicts playing games. The discussion reminded me of a game called Minecraft. You have probably heard of it before, and I have, but I recommend you take a look at it. It is essentially Legos with a large infusion of crack. People make large structures that they have had to mine out of the ground and craft items to construct. The addiction point aside, it is an amazing indie game that looks promising. So far, it's been developed by one man, but he is expanding to a small business. Here's the site, Minecraft.net. I recommend you take at least five minutes to mess around with the free version. Maybe it's not your type of game, but it is at least worth it if you uh, have not already. Sincerely, Hobo Joe. Minecraft is actually starting to build popularity. It's word of mouth. Is it really? Yes. Wow. I believe that uh, uh, Warcraft Replays has their own server up. It's one of the forums I frequent. Ah. Um, I believe there's been talk at um, uh, here at VTW about putting up their own Minecraft server. So I, wow. Yeah, it's basically you get to like, build castles and build buildings and stuff like that. Oh, okay. All right. Kind of like uh, what's, what was that? What was that game where you had cannons and you had to knock over the other guy? Rampart. That's it. yes. Yeah. That was a classic game. Yeah, it's a very classic game. This one from Fiona, Hello Emperor and Highlander, and it's just one giant walls of text, including sources, discussing science, creationism, and the issues they disagree on. Are we actually going to read all that? No. I didn't think so. I pretty much just summed up exactly what her argument is that, if I'm understanding this correctly, is that creationism is a bunch of bunk, science pretty much trumps all, although it is not perfect. Yes. So her question, if science proved that one of the gods from religion was right, how would faith work then? I would say, told you, bitch, we were right all along. Well, what if it's not the Christian God? Interesting quote. That doesn't invalidate my God. It simply validates that theirs is true. I can point historically to mine and say, yes, this person who we believe is, you know, God, was here, believed what he did, was crucified. Now, whether or not he was divine, of course, is a matter of faith, but we can prove that he was here. Mohammed's the same way. We can prove that he was here, whether God, whether or not he was the prophet, etc. Well, that's a matter of faith, right? So that's an interesting question. Uh, you were going to respond, so go ahead. Oh no, I, I agree with everything that you said up there. Okay, but you're asking me if science proved that one of the gods of religion was right. I would have to admit that I was wrong, but I have to tell you, I'm not exactly going to be on pins and needles waiting for science to prove that there is. Yeah, a I'm not God. really sure how science would indefinitely or definitely def- definitively. Proof that there is a divine entity. That kind of reminds me, uh, there was a, a conversation with Carl Sagan and the uh, Dalai Lama, of all things. And Carl Sagan asked, what if science could prove that there's no such thing as reincarnation? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dalai Lama said, well, obviously then we'd have to change Buddhism, but I'm not exactly going to be, you know, it's going to be awfully tough to disprove reincarnation. Right. Obviously to him. So, so I, I look at it kind of that way. You know, if, if, they, if they prove that there is a God, even if it's the Christian God, then obviously I would have to change my mind. But I'm not exactly going to be worried about uh, that happening. Tanner says this one in. Uh, according to CTV, these two kids raped and murdered a girl because they applied World of Warcraft. And sends me an article. Folks, this is one of the articles we will definitely be getting to tonight. There's an article that discusses a woman, a girl is raped and murdered because of World of Warcraft. Wow. That's the connection that's trying to be made. So we will get to that one, too, a little later on. Let's see. Here we go. This one from... Uh, I guess we'll just call him Mr. Hennings. Uh, yeah. Mr. Perfect. Uh, found this on a blog, and sure enough, it was real. Along the virtual reality issues, a spa chair with a computer screen. Just leaving this here. And it's uh, personal Galatia spa chair. And this is another one of the articles we'll get to a little later on. So I kind of Oh, really? Like this is an article? Yes. 
Okay. Um, well, we'll take a look at it real quick. But you see, it's got like a holy like crap. A, that's amazing. Right. It's in a spot chair, and it's kind of like a Minority Report. Yeah, the movie, the, the flexible display. Right. I don't know if it's flexible, but it's curved at least. Well, I'm guessing. Well, obviously, it's flexible. I mean, it's, it looks like a plastic. It's got like three displays on it. You can actually sit in there and look at it in front of you. And there's games like poker and stuff you can kind of play on it. So I, I guess it's not really an article we discussed since we just did it. This is on <laughs> ubergizmo.com. How much does it cost? A good question. Uh, uh, it does not say. Let's see. This spot share abounds with a whole lot of features, including internet connectivity, electronic books support, TV and audio playback, among others. Well, you'll be able to control all these via voice commands. No idea on pricing, but you can bet your bottom dollar that it won't be cheap. No, it's also with that thing right there. The yes. screen, that's a touch screen as well. Right. So, nice. although it does say voice command works as well. Sure. But I'm sure it's just going to be like an iPad where you just kind of click it and kind of go. So uh, we're, we're one step closer to Wally. Yeah. Now all we need Pretty to do much. is have that float. Let's see. I, I kind of like it when everyone sends me articles or, or, or comments on one thing. Here's one. Uh, this one I meant to get to. Hey, Evan Highlander, love the show. Just listen to episode 23. Just thought I'd email you an article, oh. A-R-T-A-I-C-I-L, Artacil, uh. in which a 17-year-old guy attempts to burn down his old school while dressed as the Joker. Okay. okay. The psychopath causes over 1 million euros in damage and only gets 240, 240 hours of community service in lieu of a two-year sentence, although it doesn't mention this in the Internet article. It does say it is an Irish independent newspaper itself. I was reminded of this when you mentioned that outrageous sentence given to the teenager who sh- uh, shined a laser beam at a police helicopter. It's a shame that this guy didn't get a sentence on bar higher to that, to the uh, laser beam guy. Anyways, keep up the awesome work, Rocket Man. That was some horrible spelling. But he says Euro, so I'm assuming English is not his first language. Right. So I'll give him a little pass. So anyways, this one is sent in. I think you might like this one. Sent in by, I don't even know, how Estenesis. Uh, uh, yeah. I will be honest with you. S tenses. I didn't get to that one because that's a YouTube article, and I kind of. Mm. Uh, what was it about? Or do you not want? To I, I said I didn't get to it because it's it's one of those uh, YouTube okay. things I'll look at later. Anyways, and this or that was sent in by uh, the lead hacker. We'll get to that one a little later on for this or that. Let's see. Uh, moving on, we've got Basil who sent this one in. I'm sorry, Master Queef. Uh, Master Queef. Yeah. Hail to Emperor O and Highlander too. Sorry I had to miss the live show. I was going to email with uh, with just like the rest of your listeners, you know, with a horrible spellings and terrible grammars. I was going to email with just like the. <sighs> I guess you, that was too much work, T.O. So my statement tonight is please spell check, grammar check, and, and stupid check your emails, a.k.a. Master Queef. Well, uh. Master, you have, by example, <laughs> showed us exactly what people should not do. Oh, uh, boy. All right, Emp, this is, okay, these are the emails from Speculation. I kind of condensed them out because oh, okay. a lot of them were kind of uh, repeats. Fantastic. Yes. I, I want to hear this. I think I know the announcement, what the announcement is tonight. I think you're going to announce you're bringing back the Esports Empire with Emperor to VTW. Please tell me I'm right. Vandal. Interesting. Interesting. Although that's, that's been kind of a leading thing as to whether or not I'm bringing back the Triple E. It has. Well, you brought it up enough. Emperor and Highlander, I've noticed a council of six announced they were leaving OMG this last Thursday. Then the very next day, you say you have an announcement to make. Could it be that the council of six is coming to VTW? Could it? Actually, it's kind of a good point. <laughs> I didn't really think of that. Chuck, uh, yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> we're going to gloss over that one. <clears throat> Emperor, 10-ton uh, hammer live, hasn't been on OMG for a few weeks. I'm calling my shot and saying 10-ton hammer live is going to be debuting on a versatile world very soon. Love the show. Keep it up. And in answer to your question about question, Q, 
Q-U-E-S-I-T-O-N. Quesiton, you should stay on the air as long as you and Highlander have the energy for it. Dovetail. You know, I, I don't understand. Like, on my email, right. I, have, I have Gmail, Google Mail. Every time I, I misspell a word, and I have misspelled words before, a little red line pipes up, run, pops up right underneath it telling you, hey, dumbass, fix this. Right. So whenever I finish writing, I look and say, oh, okay, there's that, that. Okay, well, that's what it actually means. That's, you know. But then I look up what the words are, and I change them. And then I learn them so I don't have to misspell them again and again. This is not difficult stuff. Anyways, so that has been the speculation. The other one that was on here, I, I thought I copy and pasted it not. My apologies to the person. I do know the gist of the email. My apologies to the person that's not going to get credit for it because I deleted it. But the other speculation, I had two or three people email in thinking that you, Highlander. Me? Are finally breaking away and starting your own solo show. Wow. Which has been debated. Interesting. <laughs> I, no, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't possibly do an evil laugh on that. No way. So wow. the speculation uh, continues. Finally, hello, Emperor Arokas here. A black mailman was doing his thing, and this woman got upset over some mail issue. Later in the day, he got fired. Here's a link to the video. And we actually did watch this because I have seen this in the news, and this was talked about on several other um, radio talk shows, uh, Terrestrial. And if we have time, we'll get to this one a little later on. It's not really something we normally cover. It's not internet culture. It's yeah, not, not video really. gaming, but it's a YouTube thing, and it's the guy kind of records this this running he has with this crazy bitch using his uh, cell phone, and it's this black guy, this black mailman who's getting you know just railed at by this white chick over I don't know something or about a letter, and she's old. She looks like she's in her sixties. Yeah. So you know. Anyway, so we may get to that a little later on. Yeah, so, we should do is play it, and then you know one of us be one person, the other of us be the other, and like say it out loud so that they can hear. Not a chance. No, no. Oh, come on. Not a... Fine. You be the chick. I'll be fine the black guy. Fine by me. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be the last time this show's on the air. <laughs> Frostworn says, I called it last night. I knew it. All right. Let's see. Uh, what would Highlander show be about, though? Okay, so speculation. I don't know. In I don't now. like what uh, Archbishop Shriggs has to say. Davlin says, Tenton Hammer Live. I'll let you know next week when I hear something. So apparently that's still in play. Council 6 is on Lido's own station right now. But it could be syndicated. Uh, that's up in the air right now. So, wow. Now everybody's talking and we're trying to figure out what is this announcement. But you know what, folks? And maybe this is a hint. Maybe it's not. I don't recall it ever mentioning it was about a new radio show that was airing. That's true. You never said that. I just said if you're a fan of internet radio, you may like it. Uh, no, Lito does not have his own station. He has some kind of really crappy website that's up. So, well, I mean, it does. It's like a play, like under construction, you know, that kind of thing. Really? With like the, I, I yeah. think it would be better if they had like little moving sprites. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, for, the like, guys like, like with circa the 1995 website. Yeah, a little shovel. One of those little uh, saw stands, you know, with the orange and white. That'd be great. So, yeah, I guess we're going to have to leave you hanging, though. Dun, dun, dun. Wow, we are way behind here. Holy crap, we're wow, way we're, behind. We're really delayed. Yeah, no kidding. I don't understand Ten why. Ten second delay. Well, I, maybe it's because of me. I n- tend to uh, drop some bombs here and there. I don't know. No, I mean, the, the delay shouldn't be that backed up. Edge Damrod. Clan when G forms is a post in general discussion about Amp being pitched. Ah, son of a bitch. Shut up, Edge. Ignore him. Yeah, I forgot about that. What, we're getting a puppy? No. 
Yeah. Highlander called the IRS. Oh, yeah, that's another thing that's kind of out there. You haven't checked it out, have you? On the VTW Productions forums and the Iron Court forums, uh-huh. there is a uh, debate going back and forth right now as to what you should do based on what happened to you at OhioCon. I got a few emails about that, yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is, this is going pretty well. Um, yeah, there's a massive delay on this show, folks. I'm not entirely sure why that is. Amp is starting an NTW. No. Spiral says, I think the announcement is the return of Clan G Radio. You'd be surprised how close we got to doing that right as we left WoW Radio. I mean, it was pretty damn close to, to bringing that back. I'd actually contact some of the old hosts and got that mm-hmm. kind of together, but uh, God, that would have been a nightmare to have to try and do. Yeah. But it's a possibility. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. You're listening to The Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. I have to laugh at the IRC conversation. People are asking... So what happens if I complain about the punishment music? Uh. Well, my dear man, it gets progressively worse, as you've been told. <laughs> and I think somebody said, I wonder what's at the bottom of the punishment list. Well? I don't know. I don't think we've, we've ever gotten, gotten there. that far. Yeah, usually people learn their lesson long before that. That's like throwing it like we'd have to open the dungeons and wheel them on out or something like that. Anyways, I'm not really sure what is causing the delay on the broadcast. We're just going to play it by ear, though, folks. Uh, no pun intended. I think I have an idea as to what it might be, and I believe it is the hardware issue, where I think I may be in a 1.0 USB port as opposed to a 2.0. See, I thought all you had was 2.0 on there. No, I believe there's one and one in front, and then there's three in the back. They're all 2.0. Oh, At any rate, okay. it, I don't want to kind of play with it. I was talking to Gnome Wise about it off-air, um, and I don't really want to kind of press the issue. So uh, you guys probably can't tell the sound delay on your half until we start playing either a drop-in or a music, which is why I'm only really playing the drop-ins and the breaks as opposed to the funny stuff that I normally play during the show, only because I don't want to be talking over it when it drops because it's kind of stupid. Have I mentioned before how much I love that drop-in? Which one? The one we just played from Ariana. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, oh, yeah, the, uh, the lead-in from the break. Exactly. I- again, I have to get with her and see if she'll record some more things for me. I, I don't know what those things will be. Probably they'll be naughty and nasty, and I won't let Mystic Mim hear them. <laughs> Anyways, folks, you're listening to the Emperor's Court and First World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am, of course, your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And a quick reminder, tomorrow night is the VTW Gaming Night. Check it out, VTWProductions.com. Check it out for all your information. But um, what, what exactly is the gaming night? Each gaming night, usually they'll pick a game and a server for everybody who's a listener of the shows to get on it. That, you know, frequents the network. Okay. Um, sometimes it's StarCraft, sometimes it's Quake 2, sometimes it's, you know, Counter-Strike, Team Fortress. It depends. Ah. We did them back in the day at WoW Radio, and they were pretty popular. I uh, attended some of the, the Team Fortress ones. Mm-hmm. It's kind of difficult, though, because most of these uh, servers were in Europe, so my ping was outrageous. Ooh. I still kicked everybody's ass, but... Uh, it was kind of annoying. So, anyhow, so I'm just run reading up here. It looks like Archbishop Shriggs had yet another passage from the Book of Emperor. Um, we'll have to, we're going to compile these and have them, you know, published. I kind of like that. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> Censored Count von Count is hilarious. So we've got that. Uh, I've played that before, but anyhow, so everybody's been kind of waiting on pins and needles, wanting to hear what this new interesting announcement is that we have. 
See, we are having a bit of delay, so I'm watching it. It's been building as we're talking. Oh, okay. So I guess without further ado, um, we were going to kind of do the whole bit where we get interrupted in the middle of talking by a, a, a news break. Unfortunately, that kind of goes out the window when we're talking over it. So it's kind of hard to get indignant about being interrupted. And then like 30 seconds later, then it breaks in and starts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're just going to go ahead and play it here, folks. And we'll go with that. So without further ado, enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt your normally scheduled program for a very special interview. This is the Emperor, goes to the Emperor's Court that airs on Versatile World Productions. And we're sitting down tonight with Almighty Farseer, host of The Essence of Roleplaying, currently airing on Original Media for Gamers. Farseer, it's good to talk with you. I know we've had a lot of people on pins and needles tonight wondering what this is all about. How you doing, buddy? How you hanging in there? I'm doing fine, Amp. So, Farseer... What, what's been going on this fall? What have you been up to? This whole free agent experience has been fun. I'm looking forward to it. What have you thought about the process of uh, being a free agent? It was an easy process. Uh, first I looked at a place that would pay me money. Then when I couldn't find any, I looked for a place that would you know, give me free stuff. After that, I fell through. Uh, I looked for a place that would just help me become more than what I am. That's what it came down to, putting myself in the best possible position to improve myself. So, Farseer, how many people know about your decision? Uh, not many. It's a very small number. If I could count to ten, I'd say about that many. Sort of, m- maybe, possibly. When did you finally decide... Um, I think I decided this morning. It's been a process. I sober up on this one site, and I sober up on it in the next day, and it's a different site. I woke up this morning, and I had a great conversation with my cat, and it's finally set on a decision. The website you're going to, that, that you'll announce in a few minutes, do they know your decision? They just found out. What was one of the major factors that helped you decide as we're going to go? I think the biggest factor was the fact that they'll still be around a month from now, and probably the foreseeable future too do you have any doubts about your decision nope i'm good i guess it's time for the answer everyone listening wants to know farseer what's your decision this fall man is really kind of tough but this fall i'm going to take my talents and the essence of role play down to vtw and join the versus the world production vtw that's the conclusion you woke up with this morning yeah it is why I think it gives me the best opportunity to improve my skills. You know, having your own radio show on the network and people to listen to. I'm all about styling and profiling. I also want to be able to keep airing my show for a year, two years, maybe more. And I feel VTW gives me that stability in the place where I can do that. Was it always your plan to bring your show to VTW and rejoin Kexman to possibly broadcast the Essence role playing together? I'm looking forward to it. I can't say it was always in my plans, but what the hell, it's the icing on the cake. How do you think you'll fit into VTW, not being the headliner all the time? I think I'll fit in just fine. I know a lot of people here, and I'm looking forward to a fresh start and having new people to get to listen to my show. So, what do you think that people will say back at OMFG? It's heartfelt, you know, and what I'm feeling, the nine months that I gave to that franchise and the website, we had a lot of people come and go for each show. It was great. I never thought I'd leave there, but it's what I think is best for me and for the show. Uh, what, do you, what do you think the fans' reaction is going to be back there? 
I'm um, not sure. I don't think they'll really care. I, I think they'll just listen what? to it here. Just come hey, over. It's not hard. I, I'm getting word that they are burning your forums at the old site. What's your reaction? How the hell do you burn a website? That, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, well, they're doing it anyways. What's your reaction? It, if they're actually burning a website, that's kind of cool. I think I'd like to see uh, it. Well, Mighty Farseer, we appreciate you sitting down tonight to announce that World Essence of Role Playing will be airing here at vtwproductions.com. Thanks, Em. And you can listen to the show starting November 24th and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. GMT, 2 p.m. EST. Fantastic. Farseer, we really appreciate you sitting down with us tonight. Well, that's kind of surprising, folks. Uh, uh, I guess that wraps it up here at the interview. I'll kick it back to the show hosts and uh, say this is the Emperor of Verse the World Productions saying, Wow. Almighty Farce here, coming to VTW. Looking forward to it. All right, thanks. Thanks, Ep. We're uh, back here in the studio here. <clears throat> I'm sorry, did you just thank yourself? Yes, I did for okay. one fantastic interview. That never saw that coming. No surprise to me whatsoever. He's taking his talents to VTW. <laughs> hopefully, you guys got that joke. I didn't see anyone say, oh, this is that. Uh, so, did anyone guess correctly? Uh, actually, no. Essence of Role Playing was not mentioned in the people. I, the prevailing opinion was that I was bringing back the Esports Empire. Everybody believed that that was probably was going to go. Ah, so, wow. with that, let's follow it up with another announcement. Okay. I am not bringing back Esports Empire. No. At least not. If I even think about it, it won't be able to after the first of the year. So I know a, people, a lot of people have been asking me and sending emails, believing that would be the case. Or in Edge almost blew it because I had made a posting on Clan1G.net that uh, I was thinking about bringing or doing another esports show that mm-hmm. I've been in discussions with. Um, that kind of fell through. We're not doing that. But if nothing else, that kind of you know played into the whole thing. So, yes, the essence of role playing will be coming to Versed World Productions, I believe, November 24th, every Wednesday. So check it out. I know Almighty Farseer is a veteran broadcaster, one of the more popular ones. He's been around since the Wild Radio days. Everybody knows him. So I think it's a great addition for the site, and we'll see how well it goes. Yeah, but, I think uh, it'll do really well. Yeah, I, I think this – we're trying to do the LeBron James kind of interview joke. I, I'm not sure I, – I expected a lot more people to kind of get it. Maybe they will on the podcast, but – I see some be more surprised that it was Almighty Farseer in the essence of role playing they were with the actual you I know, think interview, so, yeah. Which was kind of the point. So consider your minds blown from here on out. <laughs> there's one uh, Jarek uh, says there's one more placeholder forum, and I bet it's the Esports Empire. Did you not hear what he just told you? Yeah. They I guess not. Believe me. No. There, uh, Barry got the joke. All right, well somebody did. There we go. But Frosthorn it, says MP should hit Highlander for not starting his own show. Uh, you, we've talked about it. I've tried convincing them, but uh, then again, this one works so well the way it is. Yeah. I kind of want to, you know. I mean, if, if that's the case, then I would have to do all my bits on my other show. Right. So, and then really, what do you have on the show? Nothing. Exactly. You've got bubkis. Wow. When you shovel shit, you use both hands, son. Damn right I do. Okay. I twice as fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go. When you hear what happened, you're going to bow down and worship me like a god. So where do we go from here? Oh, I know. How about some articles? We have a ton of stuff we haven't gotten to yet. Fantastic. And we still have this or that. We still have uh, the quickening. We still have... Well, Stupid video game moments. video game moment of the this week. This or that. Uh, and that's... That's a lot. Forbidden knowledge. Forbidden knowledge. Did you do forbidden knowledge this week? Of course I did. Oh, nice. Okay. Nintendo files official trademark for It's On Like Donkey Kong. 
No, that's not a joke. I mean, this is right up there with Apple uh, trademarking. There's an app for that. Really? What are you going to do? Sue my ass because I just said there's an app for that? I know for a fact that uh, in public, if you sing Happy Birthday, the Happy Birthday song, yes. that's actually copyrighted. By who? I forget the name of the company or the person, but it actually is copyrighted, which is why whenever you see a television show right. and it's like, you know, they're singing Happy Birthday, it's never the Happy Birthday song. It's always something else. It's always something else because you have to pay uh, to put the Happy Birthday song I on ha- I Wow, I did not know that. I that swear. is an absolute. Good luck trying to enforce that one. <laughs> I'm just I can see a bunch of commandos breaking into my house on my birthday. Don't sing that song! Shut up! Shut, take him down! Go, go, go! <laughs> According to a press release, Nintendo wants the phrase trademarked in honor of Donkey Kong Country Returns, which hits the Wii November 21st. Asked whether or not Nintendo has the right to trademark a phrase it didn't invent, there is precedent for de facto trademark on account of the phrase's association with Donkey Kong. Besides, it's on like giant apes, just doesn't have the same ring to it. Doesn't matter, it's what I'm going to use from now on. This is from GamePro.com. It's on like giant apes! It's on like giant apes, man! GamePro.com has this one. I, is this taking a little too far? I think so. I mean, it asks, can you remember the first time you heard the phrase, it's on like Donkey Kong? I actually can't. I can't either. No. I mean, I've heard it, and I know it's... Maybe it's college, I guess. Probably. But I, I'm just guessing. I, I I'm know. sure it was internet-related. What's this? Frost from... Will Wheaton can copyright Nintendo... Okay, I don't no, no, no. I don't really follow the Will Wheaton thing. I know a lot of you guys are fans of him. I know he was on uh, the Big Bang Theory. He's been on several times. Will Wheaton? Yes. Yes, because he's like the king of nerds. I see. Well, I guess Wesley Crusher would be the king of nerds. I suppose if yes. you're going to worship anybody other than myself, it would be Will Wheaton. There you go. Too bad he has the personality of a brick. No, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I, I don't know that for sure. I, or right. do I? This one we didn't get to last week, and I yes. kind of meant to. And this one's from Kotaku.com. Go ahead, Alder. How Steven Spielberg's ambitious video game failed to take off. Now, this should be its own stupid video game moment of the week, but since we already have one, I'll just go ahead and read it. All right. Steven Spielberg once tried to make a game known to most people only as LMNO. I don't know what that means. An ambitious game that would have explored the relationship between a secret agent and an alien-like creature named Eve had it not been canceled twice. It's called uh, uh, American Dad. Go ahead. (laughs) One Up delves into the history of Spielberg's LMNO at developer Electronic Arts, explaining that the game was originally designed to be a cooperative adventure starring quiet everyman Lincoln and Eve, an alien-looking woman from thousands of years in the future. On the run from government agents, the duo would communicate non-verbally with the AI-controlled Eve modifying her behavior based on the player's decisions. The game would have been presented in the first person, featuring parkour-esque gameplay, in vain of another EA game, Mirror's Edge, which was a pretty good game. Oh, and it was about three hours long. At least that was the first version of LMNO. That would have been worth the price of admission. Heck yeah. After realizing just how ambitious, atypical, and expensive the project was, EA reportedly gutted the team and started LMNO anew with something described as more Uncharted-like. Too bad that didn't work either. Ultimately, ambition, fear, and the bottom line put LMNO to bed forever. Uh, and then it talks about how their uh, report goes into deeper. Nothing like taking stuff. your name from a part of the alphabet. I'd, yeah, I, LMNO. It no. has to mean something, I guess. But I'm sure we'll it does. Know. I know what it means. It means crap and garbage. I'm glad Steven Spielberg, well, I, I guess EA, actually had enough brains to say, this is stupid. There's a screenshot of this thing. It's on Kotaku.com. It, uh, the premise of the game has no interest for me. 
I don't care. The alien can't communicate with you, but will modify your actions based on what you do? What the hell's the point? I mean... The point of what? You're not really interacting with her, then. She's interacting with you. You're completely ambivalent to what she does. To what she does? Probably, yes. yeah. So I'm glad to see that, obviously, that was put to bed and died. It doesn't seem like a very good premise. Uh, yeah, thank you, Nomize. Actually, that's a, a very good point. Okay, the show's over, folks. Nothing more we got. All go right. ahead. Go home. You are home. Bye. Go to bed. <laughs> Goodbye. Feel bad for all the Europeans. I get emails uh, throughout the week about. That's right. Oh, I'm listening to you like till like three a.m. or five a.m. Like you people are hardcore, oh, man. Even I wouldn't listen to the show at five in the morning. <laughs> I don't even like listening to myself. That's, I know you. That's what the podcast is there for, right? Oh, but tr- hey, the live show is much better than the podcast. Let's be honest. The interaction with IRC really brings an element to it that I think a lot of people kind of neglect. Sure, sure. Um, I, I, for instance, I, I know that the prevailing opinion on other places is that. Live shows, podcasts are, you know, antiquated media, and that is going away. Ah. Um, that video is all the rage. Yes, I'm sure everybody thought can, the same thing when radio was supposed to die when TV came out. Right, I mean, see how well that you can do a lot of things with video, but you have to know how to use it. I right. mean, you can't just yeah. put a camera up and we're doing this. That's, I mean, it might be mildly interesting, but Seeing it's me not here do talking into a microphone, perhaps I'm wearing a hat. Well, that's cool for the first 10 minutes, and then what? Then you had just uh, you know, two guys exactly. on a microphone staring at you know, a camera and you know, potentially flicking it off on occasion. Yes, throwing a towel over it. Or, yeah. I probably have to do that. But I, I'm looking, listening to this thing, and it's just, no. I, I don't find it entertaining or interesting at all. I don't know. Yeah, like I, I, I don't really know. There's barely, very little that they've talked about just other another than interact with the people. of why Steven Spielberg means stick to movies. Just stick to movies. That's it. Leave the rest. Stay out of games. Stay out of stupid TV shows. Angry, well, thanks, Angry Badger. No offense, but I don't want to see your faces. Well, no offense, but your spelling offends me. O-F-F-I-N-C-E. Offense. You didn't like uh, Amazing Stories? No. No? No. Wow. No. You're the first person or Animaniacs that did. Oh my God, Animaniacs! One of the greatest cartoons oh, ever. Jesus, holy Christ Lord. in heaven! Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, Freakazoid, Gar- all amazing. garbage, garbage. Was the, oh, I was Warner Brother threw up on a on a storyboard and said, "Here's a cartoon," and it was hilarious to you. Yes, and to Those many were other the people mental as well. Of ten year olds, yes, yes. So you can you can watch your other crap. And- Fine, it's time for this or that. Because right. guess what? We're going to bring that up right now. All so right. it where's the book? Get the books. We're probably going to need that, too. And I believe you've got a couple of this or that. So. Yeah, I said While you do that, yeah. I'm going to play the sounder. All right, bitches. It's time for this or that. All right. Time for this or that. Okay. Let's okay. cut right to the... Since, right you're, to the, since yes. you're trying to get me, go ahead and right. go first. Animaniacs or DuckTales? Animaniacs. Gay. Um, no, correct. Tiny Toons Tiny or Darkwing Duck? Ah. I'd say Tiny Toons by a little bit. Darkwing Duck seems to recycle the same story again and again. I see. Okay. Freakazoid or G.I. Joe? Uh, nah, I'd have to give it to G.I. Joe by a hair. By a hit. over Freakazoid. How yes. okay? How long was Freakazoid out for? Like one season, half a season? No, more than that. I don't remember because it's been so long. But definitely more than a season. Okay, well, IRC is running away with this. Ducktales across the board, except for one, Ducktales and Tiny Toons. All right, so except for one of your Furtho, uh, who's going to be ignored. Uh, look at all the Tiny Toons, Fred's. 
Freakazoid, over G.I. Joe? Freakazoid. Okay, in my defense, these people weren't even alive when G.I. Joe was out. They didn't get born until like 1996. They don't even know what G.I. Joe is until, you know, the movie came out. If I was basing it on the movie, I'd say Freakazoid too. It's incredible how you know the age of every single person in IRC. It is, but when you're omnipotent <laughs> like myself. Well, then why did you ask me the no, question? No, 18, when you no clue on either. 18 and I know both. Ah, well, thank you, Little Rex. Both. was badass. Clone high above all of them. Clone high? Yeah. Nah, that didn't last too long. It only lasted a season. And there's a reason for it, too. All right. Now, we also had uh, some people email in some of this or that, if I remember correctly. You sent this one. Uh, what? Oh, crap. Oh, you got to read. It only gives me half an hour to stay logged in. And the problem really? is the damn show is it's so freaking Man. long. We, finally, we only go to like email like once. So this one was sent in from Porta. All right. So I'll, I'll add because it seems like it's more about me asking you. Go ahead. All right. Admit that the Kentucky Army went rogue and the Kentucky was a Union state. Or give Highlander your 30-inch monitor. Neither. That's, both, that's <laughs> shitty the way you look at it. That's the point. I, uh, yes, I know that. <laughs> I would rather give you the monitor than admit that you were right because you were not. Really? Were incorrect. Continue. I'll be sure to uh, take that with yeah, you me. Yeah, you do that. See what happens. Uh, creationism or I evolution? Will kneecap you before you get three feet between that monitor. What? Creationism <laughs> or evolution? Yes. Uh, creationism. Well, it's evolution. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. It is, actually. Yeah, prove it. You can't. Move on. Uh, Move on. Everyone has proved it. You can't, no, it hasn't. The only people Where's the giraffe it? from? Tell me where the giraffe came Tell me where the common dog came from. From their parents? What'd they have fall from? They just well, didn't appear one day, did they? That's what you're claiming, that they just suddenly appeared. Yes, well, that's what I'm asking you is prove the evolution. They can't prove where they evolved from. They're just there. Where's the missing no. link, Highlander? Thank you. No, the What's problem next? is every time something happens. No, 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 there's two missing links. See? And every time they find something else, no, that's not a transition. There's, there's other stuff you're missing. So, you know, whatever. It's just a self-defeating uh, hypothesis. Would you rather discover the cure for AIDS and cancer and announce it to the world or wait 10 years between announcements and get two Nobel Prizes but kill thousands of people? <laughs> Screw the Nobel Prize. I'd rather discover it and give it away. I'd give it away myself. Yeah, I mean, what the hell is Nobel? I, I, trust me, I don't need, was it, Norway that gives away the Nobel Prize? Sweden. Sweden, they can kiss my ass. I don't give a damn about Nobel You gave one to Obama. He's been in office for like three weeks and you gave him one in a million bucks. What did he do? Nothing. That's how much your prize means. Nothing. Would All you right. accidentally kill your neighbor's dog or accidentally cripple your neighbor, like Stephen Hawking crippled? I'd rather kill a dog. I mean, I like animals more than people. I'm not going to cripple somebody. I agree. Yeah, I wouldn't cripple someone either. Although, you know, having that you know, electric voice would be kind of cool. You know, <laughs> get out of my way. You know. <laughs> hey, bitch. <laughs> you are awesome. <laughs> you ever see the, uh, the, the David Cross sketch where he does, uh, does impressions and he does Stephen Hawking with a prostitute? No. And it's like, suck my balls, <laughs> suck my big hairy balls. There you Give go. it to me, you whore. <laughs> this or that. <laughs> this one from uh, the lead hacker. Never have to eat or never have to sleep. Never have to sleep. I always find that there's not enough time in the day. If I could not have to sleep, that'd be great. That's kind of vampire-ish to me. I'd rather never have to eat because that kind of saves me time. I like sleeping. Mm-hmm. But if I don't have to eat, I'm constantly on the go. I, you know, I wouldn't have to worry about it. There you go. So there's that. Fair enough. All right. Uh, these we can get to a little later. So, okay. would you rather be accused of stealing on the job or sexual harassment? I think we've done that one. Have I'd rather we? be accused of stealing on the job. Sexual harassment's a little, you know, kind of... This or that. Swallow a small fish tied to a string and pull it back after three minutes. Oh, God. Ugh. Or gently swallow a live cockroach whole so that it lives, in, it lives until it reaches your stomach. My God. You brought this. I didn't. Um, well... <laughs> I've, I've eaten a fly before by accident on a roller coaster, 
And while that was disgusting, it went away after about 10 seconds because I ate it. So I guess I'd have to go with the cockroach. I'm not too keen on putting a fish down my throat and I'm sorry, bring you back One out. more time. Re- repeat that story. Okay. I was, on a roller co- I was on a roller coaster at Cedar Point. R- right. I think it was the Gemini. Yeah, it was the Gemini. And I went down the hill, and I don't know how, I don't know how it happened. It must have been the perfect storm. A fly flew in my mouth okay. on the way down the hill. And it flew so far in the back that my only choice was to swallow it. I couldn't cough it up. You do understand that a cockroach is significantly larger than a fly. Yes. And it lives until it hits your stomach and is walking around in there. Well, it, it'll probably get crushed by your esophagus, to be uh, honest okay. with you. But, but still, I need to know that. Not, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. I am not keen on having to pull something out of my stomach because that's not the only thing that would come out of my stomach, I'll tell you that. Would you rather walk barefoot over live coals or over six feet of live roaches? Coals. I think I'll do the coals, too. Yeah, I, absolutely. I don't like bugs. I mean, I'm not yeah. afraid of them. I just I don't care for them. Right. Da, 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 da. I think we've done that one. Would you rather be a woman with a really hairy back or really long, curly, exposed nose hairs? What the hell? <laughs> you brought the book. You tell me. <laughs> I guess uh, a hairy back. I can cover that up. <laughs> the nose hairs might be a problem. Coles, Coles. Cedar Point, take a drink. Oh, yeah, I guess right, that counts. That's, yeah, that's right. That yeah, count. that's a win. That's a win. Everybody said coals. Nobody said roaches. Everybody said coals on IRC. Not that I blame them. I wouldn't. It's actually not that difficult to walk over coals. There's a, uh, there's a principle to it. There's a way to do it? There's a way to do it without really burning yourself, yeah. Or some dang out of Pepsi. You know, somebody said I should be a uh, sponsor for Pepsi after the Halloween story about me chasing a kid <laughs> down and whacking him with a, lie, with a full can of Pepsi. I could, you know, I, I, could I, think, I think for, with the commercial, it should be the whole thing. And then you right. throw it, and you chuck it, and the little kid goes, <laughs> and falls down, and then you walk over, pick it up, and drink it, and drink it like Pepsi. <laughs> it's always some douchebags everywhere. And then, and then right at the end, you, you just kick him on the ground. <laughs> He's like, ugh! Pepsi. Uh, you have to go back and listen to last week's episode to get that one. <laughs> Long story short, some a-hole kids were uh, egging my aunt's house during Halloween Chased him down. One of them was running away, and I, I pegged him with a full can of Pepsi on the run. I hit him in the lower back, knocked him down. Police were involved. It was a whole what to do, and anyways. Stuff. All right, you want me to buy, yeah, try one? It would be here. like a mix between a Mentos commercial and a soda commercial for Emperor. What the hell is soda? Oh, you mean pop. You know, pop is just like a, it's like an Ohio thing. Actually, no, it's a Midwest thing. I, actually, believe it or not, none left. Maybe you can find it and post an IRC. There is actually somebody did a study, a breakdown See, as that's to right. what thought, regions yeah. actually like say pop, what, like soda, soda pop, and Coke, and Coke. Yeah, Coke yeah. is Texas. I know that. In Louisiana, that's what uh, uh, Miriam was telling me when like she, South, she lived on yeah, there. I'm like, yeah, you call it Coke? It's uh, yeah. it's soda in Florida. Yeah, that's Florida's barely a state. Because where you, uh, that we can usually tell when people are from Ohio or the Midwest like because they, say, they pop. say pop. Like, yeah. Oh, where are you from? That's exactly how you do it, too. <laughs> All right, here we go. Would you rather eat a newly born baby rodent or a small sack of crawling caterpillars? Dear God. Uh, this is my book. And we're gonna... I'm just joking. See, Jarek says in Saskatchewan or Saskatchewan, it's pop. In Australia, GS, they call it lemonade? J. Ass Rammer here in Oklahoma say, here in Oklahoma, it's pop. See? So I'm telling you. Okay, fair enough. Uh, rodent? I, yeah, rodent. Rodent? Yeah, now, again, sticking with the bugs. Yeah. What's interesting is that they actually have a recipe. The, 
down That's here for really? Caterpillar Crunch. I'm not kidding you. Caterpillar Crunch? Where's it called? <laughs> see, it's right there. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I see it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, one cup roasted insects. It could be whatever. What's with the bug theme all of a sudden today? I don't know. I just want to open it. All right, go ahead. All right, all right, go ahead. One cup roasted insects, half a cup of butter, half a cup of honey, and a large bowl of popped popcorn. So you mix the insects with the popcorn. You heat the butter and the honey together, mix it well. And you pour, try to mask you, it. You pour over the uh, insect popcorn mixture. Then you spread the mixture on a cookie sheet, bake at 350 for 10 minutes. What the hell this has to do with video game? I have no idea. But that's, I have no idea, Jesus. but it's amazing. Holy crap, this one's disgusting. So naturally you're going to read it on you the air, aren't bet you? bet your sweet ass I will. <laughs> Would you rather lick the inside of a used toilet plunger or the inside of a football player's jockstrap? <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Well, I guess it depends on the players, like Michael Vick, who's got herpes, or like an you know, upstanding gentleman type guy who doesn't have any, you know, one of those gifts that keeps on giving type things. I don't think it would matter. I think it'd be pretty sweaty and disgusting. I'm going to go with the jockstrap. I would have to go Jesus with the jockstrap. <laughs> and we've officially hit rock bottom. It only took until 7.53 at night, ladies and gentlemen, before okay. we got there. Last one. This one's not disgusting. Yeah, thank God. Would you rather become allergic to all your favorite foods or every single animal? Animal. If animal. I absolutely had to, I can be content just looking at animals as opposed to petting them or what have you. Gotcha. Portis says, watch two girls, one horse? No, that's two guys, one horse. Two, go- two guys, one horse? I don't know. No, 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 no. I, I had a friend show. It's pretty disgusting. I no it's kidding. Exactly what really. you think it is. And actually, the. Uh, I don't even know what to think it is. I, I don't want to know. The guy I, died I, a few hours later. Good. I'm glad. Good. <laughs> that, that's God looking down from on high and saying, it's time to uh, thin out the gene pool. I'm going to do the best for the gene pool by removing you from it. <laughs> that's when you know God's like, it's about time that the human gene pool had a lifeguard. And I am going to be that lifeguard. So, what was it, like, uh, toxicity or toxicity or what, he got a disease or something? No, he died within a few hours. Uh, got kicked? No, no, the um, the guy was bent over and the horse did it. I, okay, wow. And, uh, this is on the internet? Oh, the horse yeah. is on the internet. The, I, I tell you what, the, if there's one thing, I mean, for as, as awesome as the internet is, for all the cool things that it brings us, the internet is at its very core evil, like the 4chan's the world, like the Ute. This is the the underbelly of the internets. Martin, you're you're correct. I don't think it was his stomach, but it was uh, his. I gut. no 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 no. Was, I, that's I did, that's did, how did. he died. G- again, good. <laughs> okay, oh, it was. It's one of those things where like, what's going on? Ah! I thought that was fun. only a Russian thing, like Catherine the Great type thing. Uh, I don't know where it came from. I don't even know who they. You are. You know, she think. died, right? Catherine, Catherine the Great, yes. I just thought she died of old age. No, she's never... a mega slut. And really? Apparently, as, uh, no, as the story goes, she couldn't get enough satisfaction from men, and she was in her 70s at this point. Wow, so she that... had like one of those, um, like a nymphomaniac kind yes. of thing? Okay. Uh, yes, and they lowered a horse down upon her. However, the winch broke, and the horse fell and crushed her. Oh, my God. Catherine the Great, Empress of Russia. What a way to go. <laughs> not dying in battle, not dying in old age, crushed, trying to screw a horse. And there, ladies and gentlemen, is your history. I know. My okay, mother went the same look way. Look at Grimhound all out of bed. Hey, she didn't die from having a horse. It was a rumor from her opposition. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. It has been. First, it was reported as fact. Now, it's like, well, maybe it wasn't true. Look, bottom line, if you were, uh, you know, you know what? That just reminds me. I had to go to, I, there's something I got to read here that's kind of funny. Oh, God. But what look, 
if you had like staff or people that were loyal to you, the last thing you're going to do is put out a press release that said, "Yeah, the Empress was crushed trying to screw a horse." <laughs> no, no, no. Those are that's a it's a vast left wing conspiracy. So hang on, there, there's a couple things here. I just actually kind of read that were funny. Da, 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 da. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. I think it's in the next page. Bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. It's right here, and it's worth it. I think. All right. At least in my opinion, and that's all I think that really matters. <clears throat> or perhaps it's... I did not know this, but apparently in the manga, you know, the whole... Uh, uh, manga of, of what? Uh, what the hell is it called? Dragon Ball Z. Oh, you know, okay. It's over 9,000. Yeah, it's actually over 8,000, as, as it happens. Oh, so they, they upped it for the <laughs> Apparently, anime? yes, they have to, because it wasn't awesome enough, apparently, to gotcha. stand on its own. Damn it, did I not go far enough, or did I go too far? Talk for a minute while I find this bloody thing. Trust me, it's worth it. Well, you remember that joke you had about women and cooking and they have eggs and milk? Yes. One of our listeners actually ratted you out and said where you got the joke from. Where did I get it from? Uh, they said that you probably got it from 4chan because it's a, it's a little meme from something called the Philosoraptor. And it's a green thing with a picture of a raptor. Oh, I've seen that. Up. Yeah. Okay, well, no, actually I got it from the Alan Cox show. Because he made the same joke, and he's a comedian. And I thought I was just taking okay. somebody else's joke. That's why I didn't bring it up, because I didn't <clears throat> really care. But you wanted me to say something. Here, truths for mature humans. And tell me if, if, if these appeal to you. Number one, I think part of a best friend's job should be to immediately clear your computer history if you die. Number two, nothing sucks more than the moment during an argument when you realize you're wrong. Number three, I totally take back all those times I didn't want to take a nap when I was younger. Number four, there is a great need for a sarcasm font. I endorse that one. Yeah, that They're one I really, Yeah, you do. Yes, that's why I don't usually try to be sarcastic on the internet, because no one gets it. Right. Number five, how the hell are you supposed to fold a fitted sheet? <laughs> Number six, was learning cursive really necessary? Oh, you want me to read something? Oh, my voice starting to give out. It helps, right. yeah. Number seven, MapQuest really needs to start the direction at number five. I'm pretty sure I know how to get out of my old neighborhood. Number eight, obituaries would be a lot more interesting if they told you how the person died. Number nine, I can't remember the last time I wasn't at least kind of tired. Number ten, bad decisions make good stories. Totally agree with that one. Yep. Number eleven, you never know when it will strike, but there comes a moment at work where you know that you just aren't going to do anything productive for the rest of the day. Yeah, I agree with that. Yes. Number twelve, can we all just agree to ignore whatever comes after Blu-ray? I don't want to have to restart my collection again. I agree with that one a whole hundred percent too. I'm sorry, it was like first was VHS, then it was like Laserdisc, then it was DVD, now it's Blu-ray. It's like enough. I never got any Laserdiscs, but uh, I've I, seen. I, I couldn't afford Laserdiscs. Yeah, yeah, they're like fifty bucks a pop. Number thirteen, I'm awful. I'm always slightly terrified when I exit out of Word, and it asks me if I want to save any changes to my ten-page technical report that I swear I did not make any changes to. Number 14, do not machine wash or tumble dry. Means I will never wash this, ever. All right. Uh, number 15, I hate when I just miss a call by the last ring. But when I immediately call you back, it rings nine times and it goes right to voicemail. What did you do after I didn't answer? Did the drop the phone and run away? Number 16, I hate leaving my house confident and looking good and then not seeing anyone of importance the entire day. What a waste. <laughs> Number 17, I keep some people's phone numbers in my phone just so I know when not to answer when they call. Yeah, I do that. <clears throat> Number 18, I think the freezer deserves a light as well. Kind of uh, my freezer has a light. Mine does not. Hmm. Number 19, I disagree with Kay Jewelers. I would bet on any given Friday or Saturday night, more kisses begin with a Miller Lite than Kay. I don't know. It depends on what you get from Kay Jewelers. I think. Number 20, I wish Google Maps had an avoid the ghetto routing <laughs> option. 
Go ahead. 21. Sometimes I'll watch a movie that I watched when I was younger and suddenly realize I had no idea what the heck was going on when I first saw it. 22. I would rather try to carry 10 overloaded plastic bags in each hand than take two trips to bring my groceries. That's in. me, yeah. pretty much. Yep. Yeah. 23. The only time I look forward to a red light is when I'm trying to finish a text. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> 24, I have a hard time deciphering the fine line between boredom and hunger. 25, how many times is it appropriate to say what before you just nod and smile because you still didn't hear or understand a word they said? I've done that Two, before. actually. Yeah, the same thing. Where It's especially somebody who's foreign or has a heavy accent. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? I'm sorry, what? Uh, gotcha. And, then, of course, they're just looking at you like, okay, you clearly don't get what I want. 26. I love the sense of camaraderie when an entire line of cars team up to prevent one jerk from cutting in at the front. Stay strong, brothers and sisters. <laughs> Number 27. Shirts get dirty. Underwear gets dirty. Pants? Pants never get dirty, and you can wear them forever. I agree with jeans on that. Pants, I don't know, but jeans, yes. 28. Is it just me, or do high school kids get dumber and dumber every year? Or 29. There's no worse feeling than the millisecond you're sure you are going to die after leaning your chair back just a little too far. Have you ever fallen over in your chair? Yes, I have. Doing just that. Number 30. As a driver, I hate pedestrians. And as a pedestrian, I hate drivers. But no matter what mode of transportation, I always hate bicyclists. 31. Sometimes I'll look down at my watch three consecutive times and still not know what time it is. I've done that before. And the last, is that the last one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Number 32, even under ideal conditions, people have trouble locating their car keys in a pocket, finding their cell phone, and pinning the tail on the donkey. But I'd bet my ass everyone can find and push the snooze button from three feet away in about 1.7 seconds, eyes closed, first time, every time. Truer words were never spoken. So, there you go. Imparting some knowledge Upon you, the listener of the show. It is now 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. We are in desperate need of a break. We have one hour to go until the end of the Emperor's Court. Still to come, we have the quickening. We have forbidden knowledge. We have the stupid video game moment of the week. As well as, there's an article here I want to get to. World of Warcraft causes the rape and murder of a little girl. The well, an 18-year-old. The Black Ops having been the fastest-selling game of all time. As well as the Japanese admitting that they are five years behind game development. And compared to the West. Wow. That and possibly more. This is McVegan, and you're listening to Emperor and Highlander in the Emperor's Court. Remember, it's better to be a smartass than a dumbass. All right, folks, we're back here on the Emperor's Court here on First the World Productions, vtwproductions.com. Uh, there we go. It's got to stop the music. I stopped. For some reason, I hit the wrong stop button. It was like on the soundboard instead of the music. Stop! <sighs> this is the Emperor joining studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in the final hour here of the show of the Emperor's Court, but as is usually the case, we may end up going over at least a tad. I'm not planning on going over a great deal, but uh, here's the information in case we want to get on the conversation. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. All right, Hollander, so we have a lot to get to yet. We do. We have articles. We have segments. Which would you prefer getting to first? Let's get rid of a segment. Which would you like to do first? Uh, Well, we'll start in order of how I wrote Can we close this one down? Oh, yeah, you can close it. Close that one down. Don't need this one. 
you know, maybe what I should do is post that list to the forums. And, and get say, some feedback Get from some people? feedback or like, hey, if there's something not there. Uh, what we're talking about, I'm making the list of the anime I'm going to be showing at, at Worldcon. So what I think I'll do is uh, maybe tonight before I go to bed, I'll, I'll post it up on forums at VTW Productions. And you can take a look. Uh, if you like something there, let me know. If you don't like something there, let me know. Or if there's something missing that you think should be there, let me know. Keeping in mind, Worldcon is a science fiction convention, primarily being attended by older people. Yeah, pretty much. Now, what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to play any of that really old stuff like Astro Boy. Right. Uh, although I, I was told I might want to think about Space Battleship Yamato. That was a good one. Because, Classic. Because um, I cannot remember his name. One half of the creators just died recently. Okay. A couple days ago. So I said I'd think about it, so we'll see what happens with I that. mean, it's a giant it's the Yamato battleship flying through space with yes. fighters. It's kind of neat. You'll probably enjoy the live-action movie when it comes out. They are making a live-action movie. Oh, kidding. yeah, yeah. It comes out in December, I think. At least in Japan. Now, in the U.S. probably uh, won't. December, have... pirated. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. All right, how about Stupid Video Game Moment of the Week? Sounds good. Hit it. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. All right, how do we have on staff for today? All right. In 1992, oh, excuse me. <coughs> there we go. The very hottest. Professional. Very. Um, I tried to burp, but I couldn't do it. In 1992, the hottest consoles were the Sega Genesis and the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. The TurboGrafx-16 was fading from memory, and rumors began swirling that Sony was going to enter the console market with something called the PlayStation. However, there was one other company still barely clinging to life. Atari. Woohoo, Atari! The former console market juggernaut was now on its last legs and desperately looking for something to vault it back into the fray. Deciding to look outside its company, Atari made a deal with a small hardware software company called Flare to create a brand new console for them. Originally, the group worked on two consoles side by side, a 32-bit system codenamed Panther and a 64-bit system. It sounds like German tanks. You ever realize that? That's exactly what they sound like. Yeah, kind of. It's the Panther. It's a tiger. The 64-bit system was progressing so quickly, however, Atari decided to cancel the 32-bit system and concentrate solely on the 64-bit system, which they named the Jaguar. Also a Panzer. The Atari press releases excited gamers with the promise of a 64-bit system when systems were currently at 16-bit levels and also with the promise of a price point between $100 and $150. Unfortunately, gamers did not get what was advertised. The Atari Jaguar was not exactly a 64-bit system. Instead, it ran two 32-bit processors in tandem. Furthermore, the price point started at $250, nearly double what was promised. On top of that, despite advertising a good deal of third-party game support, there was hardly any support whatsoever due to Atari's falling from grace over the past decade. In fact, it was difficult enough to get workable games from Atari themselves, many coming with multiple delays. Even worse... The Jaguar controller was incredibly large and unwieldy, even larger than the original Xbox Duke controller, to the point that it has been credited on multiple sites as the worst controller in the history of video gaming. It was pretty bad, let me tell you. During its three years of existence, Atari was barely able to sell 125 units worldwide, forcing Atari forcing Atari to be taken over by a company that made computer hard drives. Since then, the name Atari has been bought and sold to multiple companies. Today, the company Atari is actually a French company. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. 
The Atari Jaguar, the nail in Atari's coffin. Another stupid moment in video games. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It was such a fall from grace. I, I really liked Atari back in the day. I was a big Atari fan. And I guess sure. to a degree, so I fine. still am. A little part of me died when I found out that it was being owned by a French company. I tell you what. Yeah, what it was, I, I forget exactly how it leapt from thing to thing, but eventually it got bought by a company called Infogrames. Have you ever heard of them? No. Okay, well, they were a French company. And what they decided to do was to change their name to Atari after they bought it because Atari has a bit more history behind well, it's it. A, well, it has a lot of name recognition. I mean, sure. it's Atari. Friggin', I'll tell you what. If I had uh, billions, if I had enough money, I would buy Atari back. I would try to turn it into make another console. Make another console? Yes. It try to get back into the market. That's a lot of money, though. Yes, it would. So I said if I had money, I, right, I don't. Yeah. Or I'd uh, go to somebody let's and... Let's see. Is that right? What are we looking uh, at? Best version of Tempest is the Jaguar version. That's correct. Tempest 2000 has an amazing soundtrack. I'd recommend it. Really? Yes, amazing soundtrack. That's, how many, how many games were actually said. made for the, uh, for the Jaguar? For the Jaguar? Yes. Uh, I've got to believe there's an emulator out there. It's only a 32 Oh, bit. there is an emulator out there. There's quite a bit because uh, it was out for three years. Uh, the last game came out in 96. Uh, and then you have to count the... Uh, I didn't mention the peripherals. There's an Atari Jaguar CD attachment, kind of like the Sega CD. Right. People used to call it the toilet seat because it goes <laughs> on top of it. There it is. And it looks like, yeah. Well, that's, that's the regular Jaguar. And then, let's see, if you go down, I think you can see it with the... Uh, the Jaguar has a dedicated fan base that produces homebrew games? No yeah, kidding. Most, most, most consoles do. Like the SNES has right. one, the Genesis. Yeah, they all do. Maybe kind of bad. There's Tempest 2000, Tempest Doom, Doom, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 3D. 3D. Wow. Uh, the most successful title, Alien vs. Predator. That was, that was a pretty good game. It was kind of scary, too. The reason being why it was so scary uh, actually was because of the limitations of the game. You were you either played as an alien, a predator, or a marine. And the marine is what was the scariest, because you started with no weapons. You had to find your weapons as you went. That's not like the uh, arcade version. But uh, A little bit, yeah. But there was no like warning attack. Like if you like if an alien or it just came out of nowhere, behind, right? Just came out of nowhere. So they they either they forgot to put a like a little warning bell or something, or I don't they know. They just didn't give a damn. But it it definitely makes it scarier when you're just walking around and all of a sudden you're losing health like crazy. You have to <laughs> whip around and start shooting like mad. Jaguar controller was needlessly complex. There were fifteen buttons. Yeah, it, you've got the top Jeez. things. You know. In fact, you could probably find a picture of it on here. I, I'm sure there probably is one here. I'll, I'll there, look. It there it is. is. Look at oh that. my god! Looks like a TV remote. It pr- pretty much it, it's bigger than the old Xbox. Controller. How the hell would you hold that thing like this? And then, so you have the the D pad. There's and no got analog stick. ABC, I mean, yeah, yeah. And then on the bottom, if you if you don't, you know, if you're not going to look it up or whatever, there's this big long part that sticks down. It would stick like way over your hands, and it's got a uh, like a like a telephone thing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then it's got three more buttons at the bottom. It's a carpal tunnel machine. Look at it. Yeah. And what's worse is that hardly any of the games use that. What you would do is it'd be like the old days. You'd put the overlay over it. Okay. But you never used it. Nice. So they just wasted that whole thing there. Commercial failure. Yeah. It doesn't say how many games were actually released for it. List of Atari um, emulators. Look, look, list of Atari Jaguar games. Atari games. Let's take a look at it. Right. We're on Wikipedia right now taking a look at this thing. Uh, uh, list of Atari 81 games. Oh, wow. Alphabetically, six or seven games are were on cartridge. Fourteen were on CDs for a total of eighty-one. Aha! Uh-huh. So, yeah, they really? didn't have a whole lot of good games, and then the ones that did, they packaged with the units were pretty bad. Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, Frog Feast, 
Oh, look at that one, though. Gorf. Wow. Highlander, The Last of the McClouds. Horrible game. I've seen reviews of it. It's horrible. I War, Kasumi Ninja. Yeah, that one was pretty NBA bad. Jam, Tournament Edition. Yes. Trevor McFur in the Crescent Galaxy. That was one of the games that came with it. It was, people call it more like a demo than a game. Kind of like a Wii Sports type thing? Kind of, yeah. Troy Aikman Football. Vin Vel Desiree Skiing and Snowboarding. White men can't jump. How about that? Yeah, there's a. All right. We what got, is that? Or, did we, click we, on this. Let's Snipes? see. Yeah. Uh, it was a video game for the Atari Jaguar in 95, based on the movie of the same name. As in the movie, players play games of two-on-two street basketball. It came with the Team Tap adapter, allowing four players to play in tandem. Due to its poor graphics, among other factors, like being on the Jaguar, it has been hailed as one of the worst Jaguar games by some critics. Okay, and that which, is saying which means that, I was going to say, that, all, that by default makes it one of the worst games of all time. Yeah. So, yeah. A definite failure, Highlander. Yeah, definite here. failure. All right, let's get a kicking article out of the way here, and then we'll do the Forbidden Knowledge. Okay. And I, I definitely want to get to this World of Warcraft one. This one's kind of sticking my craw. Okay. But beforehand, uh, this actually coming up, and this has been everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this will come as no surprise if you've been paying attention the last week. This, I'm actually going to pick it off of Wikipedia, mainly because it's a little more comprehensive. Call of Duty, Black Ops, as we discussed earlier in the evening. Yes, that's the one where you... Uh, right, go to Cuba, Castell, right. It, it's, yeah. a, it's a Cold War type of uh, first-person shooter, right? Okay. We're inoperative. It is the fastest-selling game of all time. Within 24 hours of going on sale, the game sold more than 5.6 million copies in the United States and the United Kingdom, wow. breaking the record set by its predecessor, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, by some 900,000 copies. Jeez. A subtitled version will be released in Japan, which no one will buy, on November 18th, and a Japanese dubbed version will be released on Je- December 16th, which will be no bought. one will buy. You don't think anyone will buy those? In Japan, no. They don't like those kind of games? I... You're an American killing a Cuban. What the hell did Japanese care? No, I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll buy it. I, I, I mean, it came out for what? The Xbox and the PlayStation Three came out for both, right? Yeah, I, yeah and, and the Wii. And the, really? Platforms, and the Windows, DS. Windows, no PS, PS3, Xbox 360, Wii, and Nintendo DS. I suppose it's possible, but uh, this. Okay, the ramifications on this isn't so much that you know it's another successful video game in the franchise, right? Okay. It's the fact that very soon now the conversation is going to switch from can we look at video gaming as, as art? Can we look at video gaming as a, legitimate me- as a legitimate media? But that video games are now surpassing movies as the definitive entertainment media, the definitive you know, commercial success in entertainment in the world. Not TV shows, not movies, video games. 5.6 million in a day. Yeah. At what? Let's say 50, 60 bucks a pop. Sure. Do the math. So 60 times 5, that's 300 million. 300 million. And that's just rough. It's probably closer to like in a maybe day. 350. Yeah. That's one goddamn day. I know. That is, I mean, if you have a movie that makes 300 million, that is an international smash success. Sure. This, I mean, 5.6 million copies is a smash success for a video game. This is a day. No. I, okay, this is the equivalent of, of friggin' Avatar. All right, for the movie industry. The difference is Avatar or Titanic comes along once in a blue moon where you have a, a movie that makes or approaches a billion dollars. Sure. All right, this is the second one in less than a year with Modern Warfare. Yeah. And, I mean, you've got 
Starcraft, which is a PC-only title, sold millions and millions of copies. Yeah. World of Warcraft, 12 million copies sold, millions and millions of players that are contributing money every single time. I think the conversation now has to move away as to if a company is going to invest money into entertainment, a TV show, a movie, or uh, you could say books or other kind, but mm-hmm. those generally don't bring in the same kind of revenue. I think video gaming is pretty much just, if it wasn't considered mainstream before, it has certainly kicked in the door with these last several titles. I would agree. Yeah, I mean, why do you think there's so many movies now being made about video about games? video games, yeah. and they all suck, sadly. Yeah, I can't. I mean, maybe Prince of Persia might be the best one, but that's not really saying too much. I mean, it used to be you make games based on movies, and you still do, but now the verse is coming true. Yeah, and I think video games are, are overtaking other forms of media that people are putting in, like uh, other forms of entertainment, books, for instance. Yeah, I TV definitely shows, agree with that. for instance. I would imagine more people right now are spending their time or more time playing video games than watching TV. Then going to the movies, etc. Oh, probably, yeah. I would agree with that. Manly stuff. Not everyone can design video games. Monkeys can write TV shows. Okay, that's true, but if you're looking for a return on your investment, the more money you're going to get is going to come probably from a video game. Probably. If you think about it. Not to mention, you set up a franchise that keeps going. A, a TV show eventually ends. Video games can go on indefinitely. Speaking of which, The Simpsons have been picked up for a 23rd season. I heard about that. Fantastic. I don't think I've seen an episode in the last four seasons, but that's great. It's almost the longest-running television show ever. I thought it was. What is the longest-running? I thought it was Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke was only, I think, 20 years. Almost positive. Oh, we'd have to look and see. Uh, actually, I ended up looking this up a little. We'll get to that in a minute here. All right, that's fine. That's fine. But you know, I'm looking at, look at the voice actors for this thing. Yeah, not bad. Ed Harris, Gary Oldman, Ice Cube, <laughs> Topher Grace. I mean, these aren't, uh, you know, these aren't, insignificant voice actors for a game. No, these are real actors. You know, I, I'm looking at, uh, I was thinking about uh, uh, the new Castlevania game coming out. Uh-huh. It's got Patrick friggin' Stewart as, like, the narrator. Yeah, he was in uh, Oblivion as well. He was the king. Uh, that, to me, is, is stunning that you now have such a switch going from one to the other. CGI movies, now video games. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, and it's happened so quickly. And you can make the argument that this has been building for some years. You know, it, do you think this is going to affect esports? I mean, keep going into the fact where you've got so many people playing video games that now esports are finally going to start getting the attention they should because everybody's involved in it. Yeah, it's possible. I could agree with that. I guess if I could hook up a camera, piece of mind, I'm just catching up here on what IRC has got. Actually, it's separate to Quake Live. Quake 2 has been done in a browser, yada, yada, yada. So, manly stuff. Catherine McCard in Oblivion was the worst use for a voice actor ever. Ever? Says manly stuff. Um, no, he's, he's just mad because he dies so early. Oh, I, I would he, like to keep Patrick Stewart in the game as long as possible. He dies in the first 10 minutes. I mean, having Patrick Stewart in Dune, that was the worst use of a person of all time. He was in there for like all three scenes. Yeah, but that was before he was, you know, Captain McCard. Osama, didn't the original Doctor Who run for 29 or 32 seasons? Uh, um, they do it a little different over there. It was nineteen. It's I know it's the longest running sci-fi series, but okay. I don't. I know it started in like the early sixties, and went uninterrupted to eighty nine. Then there was the movie that came out in like ninety six, I think, and then they rebooted the whole. Well, they, didn't, they didn't reboot it because the guy's the tenth Doctor. They brought it back in two thousand five. Okay, well, here's a list. Thanks, you know, thank you, Donald. I know I've seen this recently. Uh-huh. Uh, longest running TV series. Meet the Press, been on for 62 years. CBS Evening News for 59. 
Music and the Spoken Word. Never heard of it. It's 61 years. Yeah. Uh, today, uh, today's show on NBC, 58 years. I don't know if I really call those. I don't know if I really put those in the same kind of. All right, Guiding Light, I would. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's a, uh, soap. 57 years. Longest running dramatic series of any genre. Longest wow. running daytime drama. Hallmark Hall of Fame? I don't know. That's like a movie thing. Face Nation, is, it is written. First religious television program that broadcasts in color. The Open Mind, as the world turns, I would, I would count that in that same one. That's yeah. uh, soap. The Wonderful World of Disney. I don't think it's on anymore, is it? Uh, no, they, they stopped. 2008 is when they stopped. Yeah. That was yeah. the one that uh, Walt Disney used to host. Right. It's changed names. I just years. haven't seen it in a lot. General Hospital. Well, okay, so uh, Simpsons is clearly not even in the same boat with all of these. A no, lot of these. no. 700 Club. But again, a lot of these aren't really you yeah, know, sitcoms really or, you or TV shows. Of. Right. They're Saturday Night Live, 36 seasons. But again, that's kind of a sketch. That's a sketch comedy. That's right. different actors written uh, progressive. This isn't you know carrying out a story or anything. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was on for 33 years. Wow. No, can Family Feud, Firing Line, The Victory Garden. Okay, so anyways, these are all American TV shows. I actually shows. remember The Victory Garden. Jeez. I do not. So It's like a gardening show. And you remember that? My grandfather used to love that kind of crap. Okay. Well, I wouldn't go telling people I, you know, you remember some gardening show from 40 years ago. All right. So let's do Forbidden Knowledge. How oh, okay. That? Deuce X F. Pat Robertson. Uh, someone's a little bent. Perhaps he was touched as a child by Pat Robertson. I don't know. Who's Pat Robertson? Exactly. Who is Pat Robertson? The 700 Club is all fiction carrying on a story? Well, no. That's my point is that it's not. Uh all right. Anyways, forbidden knowledge. Yeah, it's a sounder right here because we don't have a sounder. <laughs> it's going to be great though. When yeah, when we get around. When we get around, <laughs> we, we have ever, no idea. You wait. No idea. Plans in the motion. Here we go. Okay. Forbidden knowledge. Now, uh, Hang on, before we go, rather than me doing it for you, I'm going to move this nice razor mouse uh-huh. provided to me by Blizzard for winning their 2005 Warcraft Three competition, shoutcast competition. 2005. Yes, that was when the last one was. I got. Wow. Two gigs of RAM, uh, 50 foot of internet cable, a that Nyko control over there you see there with the fans built into the handles. I used uh-huh. to play on my emulators. Nice. A Razer mouse, uh, a Razer gaming mouse. What the hell else did they give me? Uh, some kind of internet gift package that was like more internet cable and uh, an attachment or some such. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. So go ahead. All righty. So what we're going to do is we're going to learn how to make some money. Uh, I taught you how to counterfeit money before, but this time you're going to make, uh, well, not legitimate money, but it will be real money anyway. How to run a pyramid scheme. All right, now write this stuff down. This is important. Pyramid schemes are illegal methods used to make a good deal of money by enticing people to join the business by promising a large return on their initial investment in recruiting new members. However, the pyramid scheme doesn't actually create any money whatsoever. It actually takes the money from new members and passes it up to the person or people at the very top, hence the name Pyramid Scheme. Since most people get blinded by the promise of free money, they never stop to think that it would take an endless supply of new recruits to actually start getting money. As long as you don't tell new people this, you're golden. Think of a Pyramid Scheme like a chain letter, only money changes hands. Email out to 100 people a letter containing a list of six specific people's names and addresses, which will be you and five of your friends. The letter should invite the person reading into it to earn a windfall of cash and contain lots of enticing phrases like become part of the world's fastest growing industry to convince them that this is an offer too good to pass up. All they have to do is send $1 to the person at the top of the list, you, 
Then delete your name, slide everyone up one notch, and insert their own name at the bottom of the list. Then ask them to send the email to five of their friends and promise they will get a ton of cash when their names reach the top. Of course, their name will never get to the top of the list because if they understood statistics, and I had to look this up, they'd realize that 48,828,125 people would have to take part before you and your five friends completely disappear from the list. Meanwhile, you and your friends will be busy moving your money to offshore bank accounts and booking tickets to non-extradition countries to spend your hard-earned winnings. Now, I don't think that this stuff actually works anymore, but i got to tell you, in, back in the day, in the age, the golden age of the Internet, when this was first becoming possible to send out emails, you got to believe people raked it in hand over fist. I would have to think so. And I'm, t- I'm uh, sad that I wasn't that one of those people. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Oh, I could have raked it in, I tell you. So there you go. How to run a pyramid scheme. How to run Not a bad. pyramid scheme. Is it me, Highlander, or are we kind of running out of gas here as we head into the final stretch? Uh, I'm okay to go, but uh, if you're running out of gas, that's fine. This one from CBSNews.com. This one we're kind of camping on all night. World of Warcraft played role in teens rape, murder of Canadian girl Kimberly Proctor, experts say. Prosecutors in Canada hope to have two teens sentenced as adults after they admitted to planning the brutal rape and murder of 18-year-old Kimberly Proctor and bragged about it on World of Warcraft, a sometimes violent online role-playing game. Sometimes violent. Sometimes violent. Yes, the entire point is either killing monsters or killing each other, but it's only occasionally violent. Occasionally. Some experts believe the killer's involvement with World of Warcraft, which has 12 million subscribers worldwide, may have been a contributing factor in the crime and say the game provided key information to police, according to CTV. CTV reports that the teens were plan- had planned the killing online using code words to, quote, initiate the attack, maps of where to dispose her body, and what kind of fuel to buy to burn her body, unquote. Those messages were collected by police and used by prosecutors. The teens, aged 16 and 18, pleaded guilty to first-degree murder Wednesday in a British Columbia court. All right, well, first off, you got a question. What kind of geniuses would do this? Where they got to know that anybody could be recording exactly what you're saying, including, sure. I mean, a GM could be looking at what you're saying at any given time. So not very wise to do it in an open space where it could be recorded. And apparently it was. Yes. So go ahead. Bonnie Ledbeater, a, psycho- <laughs> I know. Isn't that hilarious? a psychology right. professor at the University of Victoria, says some kids have trouble knowing that what's acceptable in a game may not be in real life. That's okay. a bunch of crap. Okay, all right. Let, let's stop right there. All right. Right. We're discussing this off the air. Yes. Name for me at any point in time, anybody in IRC, anybody listening, or you, Highlander, when you learn to burn people's bodies in World of Warcraft, when did you learn to plot the rape of another character? And I'll talk about those weird, like, the, PV, the uh, role-playing servers, you know, those kind of the people are kind of fruity to begin with, like Almighty Farseer. Wednesdays at seven, but <laughs> Wednesdays at seven. When could you actually have to? I mean, plan the rape of an eighteen-year-old girl. Thank you. Don't let the quest in Grizzly Hills involves burning bodies. Shut up. Those are like infected bodies. There's a difference between like a cor- like an infected corpse and let's rape this chick, kill her, and then burn her body to get rid of the evidence. Well, she could have been infected. All right, look at all these assholes bringing up different things where they're burning bodies. All right, so maybe there is. The point is you're 16 and 18. <laughs> if you can't figure out the difference between burning corpses and raping people in-game, which doesn't happen, you can burn corpses in a while. Kiss my ass. Okay, I'm still waiting for the ra- I rape people in PvP all the time. I was waiting <laughs> no, for that. No, that's, that's <laughs> metaphorical. That's not... <laughs> 
No, no, it's true. I got behind the character and then I emoted, I raped you. No. (laughs) I I, Uh, I really shouldn't be laughing at this, but it continues on. It gets worse. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, quote, okay, uh, we're talking about psychology professor. People may not realize that you can't do stuff in video And these aren't little life. kids. These are 16 and 18-year-olds. Don't tell... One of them's an adult. Yes. Don't tell me that they don't know right from wrong or what's acceptable in game is unacceptable in, in reality. Uh, let's see. You don't know which aggressive kid is going to take the fantasies of video games and try them out in reality. You just can't predict those very rare occurrences. There would have been signs early. I don't know these two boys at all, but generally kids who go on to kill other kids... Or to act out in this sort of extreme manner, manner or having problems early. Well, I agree. Well, with at that. least they admit that yes. that it clearly wasn't the game. You know, Thrall told me to go rape this kill and kill her. Okay, <laughs> for the horde, wow. burn her body. What? Start hiding evidence. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even do it. I'm laughing. <laughs> All right, oh we shit! Are. It's the fuzz. Run. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we are evil. We haven't laughed this hard all night, but we're going to laugh at the raping and murdering of an 18-year-old. Wow. Uh, that's the Emperor's Court for you. Wow. All right, go uh, ahead. Let's see. Both teens were avid fans of the online game. After Proctor's murder, the boys told a friend on World of Warcraft what they had done. Dumbass. One of the teens admitted that the murder didn't feel like he thought it would. Wow. Well, what the hell did you think it was going to... Yeah, I would have asked him, what do you think it was going to feel like? Uh, now the teenage killers are undergoing psychiatric exams, so I can tell you they're, they're nuts. Uh, and a judge will decide in March if they should be sentenced as adults. Uh, officials say they lured the girl to a home, sexually assaulted her, killed her, and then took her body to a popular hiking trail where they set Not it on fire. Connected. Officials have yet to determine a motive, but prosecutors say one of the killers had dreamed of killing someone when he was a boy. Okay, well, there's your well, flag as to when things started falling apart. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, at least one of them was crazy, and either both of them were, or one of them was just a follower. I don't know, but... I kind of feel bad about the orc voices. Like... <laughs> Put body on trail! <laughs> I wonder if they had to get a party invite. Can we join your party to rape? <laughs> Where do they get that quest? <laughs> Can I buy torches on the market? <laughs> Start getting fuel. That's where they. That's where they got in trouble. They went to turn in the quest. <laughs> Rape complete. <laughs> oh, my. oh my gosh! Wow. Uh, I actually don't want to do the quickening. I don't think I'm that. <laughs> I don't think it's that. Uh, that crazy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Look wow. for How more did... rape party PSTGs. <laughs> oh wow. Quest buy fuel for burning of rape corpse. <laughs> this is terrible. Get, okay. Yeah. You have to get ten fuel uh, from somewhere. Right. <laughs> you gotta get volatile run to make rocket fuel. There you there go. There you go. Okay. Work completed. <laughs> I leveled uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I believe they both leveled up. Yes. Okay. Now they'll now they have plenty of time to level up in jail. Uh, okay. Start raping murderers. <laughs> Soap dropped. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here for a minute. You keep going. <laughs> 
Uh, I got nothing. I, I I'm don't glad think. you're the one saying that shit, not me. Do the orc peon voice with rape complete. Why do I feel like we're being recorded and suddenly it's going to come back to bite me on the ass when I do that? Because we are recording. This is very true. Rape completed. <laughs> Ready for more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just 10 minutes of us laughing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm glad this happened at 8 o'clock or 8.30 as opposed to right at the beginning of the show. I'm kind of follow through. be all downhill. Everyone will be leaving. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> send your well, send your hate mail to Highlander one. Wait a minute. That's now. right. I, I, send I, your hate mail to Highlander one. G- I, G- I, G- I will accept up. part of it, but let's. <laughs> no, you clearly took it to the next step. You... All right. All right. <laughs> okay. I think it's time for the uh, quickening. You sure you don't want to do that other article first? Yeah, we probably should. Because I don't have 15 I, minutes worth of quickening. I, well, we've got, yeah, let's do other articles because, okay, right. shit. Japanese development, at least five years behind, says in a fun. Capcom head of global research and development reiterates aim at catching Westerners. Wow, use it the other way around. No kidding. That's, Kaiji, that's why I, I'm going to say it's it. Kaiji and Fune. I think it's how you say it. Let's call him Kaiji. Who cares? I don't care. All right. Kaiji, Capcom's head of global research and development, feels that the once vibrant Japanese video game industry has declined and is now lagging well behind efforts from Western developers. Quote, I look around Tokyo Game Show, and everyone's making awful games, he told the New York Times. Japan is at least five years behind. He further lamented that Capcom is barely keeping up and reiterated his company's focus on making games that will appeal to all audiences. I want to study how Westerners live and make games that appeal to them. The Japanese game industry's fall from grace was rapid. The New York Times cites estimates that show Japan owning as high as 50% of the market in 2002 and just over 10% in 2009. Really? Wow. Does that, well, I mean, how many games are really made in the United States? Pretty much all the Xbox. I mean, I can't remember. Yeah, the I, Xbox, uh, Blizzard, so all of the Blizzard Activision games. Electronic Arts? Electronic Arts, yeah. Okay, well, are, yeah, all right. That's yeah. most of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Tokyo Game Show has reflected this shift as more developers are trying to make games that will appeal to Western sensibilities. Jake... Kazdo, a former developer for Sega and EA, says many Japanese developers just do the same thing over and over again. True. Yes, like the Final Fantasy series. Or the grind fest type of MMOs that they make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to spend 80 hours to go up one level. I, I don't care. Uh, smarter developers in Japan are now trying to reach out to the West. Capcom, for its part, did announce a slew of new games at Tokyo Game Show with a distinct Western flavor. The new Steel Battalion is a Microsoft exclusive and a showpiece for Kinect. Asura's Wrath uses the Unreal Engine 3, and the company unveiled another downloadable Dead Rising episode as it finalized the purchase of Vancouver-based Blue Castle games. See, that, <coughs> see, that is kind of weird that Japanese first-person shooters are vastly different than ours. Are they, I, yes. I, can't, I can't think of a first-person shooter for... I, I mean, most of them don't make it over here, but uh, like uh, Devil May Cry or Gungrave or... I mean, those aren't necessarily first-person shooters, but the right. majority of but shooters... But they are action games, yeah. yeah. That's their version of the shooter. Uh, they don't really okay. have... Uh, I like some of the Devil May Cry. Not all of them, but some yeah, of them see, pretty, See, yeah. finally, the new Devil May Cry caught attention to TGS as some fans decried its departure from the series. It could be the this new look for Dante's just the latest effort from Capcom to keep up with Western tastes. You know, I, I wonder if it's one of those <clears throat> Resident Evil things where the camera's, like, right behind. Could be. Yeah. That's what kind of, like, uh, uh, Surge, or Dirge of Cerebus was. Yeah, that yeah, was so. a little bit, yeah. <coughs> I mean, I, well, I, can, I can't breathe now. I can agree with that to an extent of RPGs. I am right. I am sick of Japanese the RPGs. JRPGs. Yeah, it's, it's the same story again and again. And you've got the whiny little 13, 14 year old kid who wants right. to save the world, but he's complaining all the damn time. Or he's or he's you got know, spiky hair, physically and, da- or mentally damaged, and emotionally scarred, yes. and 
and he's an outsider and doesn't have any friends, and there's a love interest that he's not familiar with, and you've got to save the world, and it's always a small group of people against what is a giant corporation or empire that's ecologically damaging everything, or right, et cetera. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I can understand where their storylines have pretty much gotten in very formulaic. Not that other games aren't. I mean, no. I mean, I, I was thinking of yeah, first person and RPGs are pretty much the same. You usually have to save the world or you know stop the evil, whatever. But whereas you used to have the Wii, which is a Japanese innovation, right. uh, when you said the Sony Move, now all of a sudden you have the Microsoft Connect. Yes. Where American well, we have to talk about the Connect because Sony is a Japanese company. The Connect is made by Microsoft. Yes, that's what I'm right. saying. You're saying yeah. that now you look at the Sony, you know, PlayStation uh, Move, but that you can't right. really count that in terms of well, Western. Well, I say. What I said was, the, you look at the at the Wii and you look at the Sony Move, and now you look at the Microsoft. Oh, okay, Connect, fair right? enough, fair enough. Where that it's we've now you know they've jumped the shark with a moving thing. We've already gotten to the point where we're using you know full body motion, no controllers. Now <clears throat> there's an article actually in the Plain Dealer today. I was oh. reading it about whether whether to buy the PlayStation Move or the Connect based on how much money you want to spend for Christmas. Probably the Move. <clears throat> okay, yeah, so the, that's assuming you have a PlayStation <clears throat> Three. Obviously, it's very unprofessional. I'm sorry, but the whole laughing thing just got me uh my voice is gone here pardon <coughs> uh who, who was it that said apparently everyone has amnesia in jrpgs boy that's that's the truth especially yes. in final fantasy 8 right yeah where the where they all grew up in the same orphanage but they didn't know no, it, they knew ex- it except for the one guy who apparently knew it but chose to say nothing throughout the entire game that's ridiculous but uh anyways the plenty of the article says that much like you just said the move is for one, it's cheaper. For two, <clears throat> it's more proven technology because we know it works. Yes. It's just a much better version of the Wii. Yes. Whereas the Kinect isn't very uniform, and people really don't know what to make of it or what to do with it. And the mm-hmm. games that are currently out for it suck, by and large. For the Move? Yes. No, 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 no. for the Kinect. Oh, okay, <clears throat> for the Kinect. Okay. Stick with I me haven't here. seen. Yeah, I haven't seen any games for the Kinect yet. Sleepy Bro. says the Kinect just needs a lot more room. Well, it's not just that. It, it needs a lot of... There's nobody that's looking at this thing, and it makes the the um, point in the article, the same thing we talked about last week, mm-hmm. is the fact that <clears throat> the Connect really doesn't have anything, any uniformity to it. There isn't one company looking at it, or a bunch of companies looking at it, saying we're all going to approach this the same way. It's brand new technology that no one really knows what to do with. See, it's saying that Microsoft didn't get everyone. Microsoft should have gotten everyone together and on said, board. And this yes. is going to be get to the menu. This right. is start. Yeah. They should have had everybody on board saying these are the abilities of it. Now run with it. Right. So, and I think it's probably going to make a much bigger impact, like you had mentioned last week, and the next generation of consoles. Yes, that's what I Because think. for the Xbox, it might be enough to kind of, you know, dip your feet into the water, so to speak, to mm-hmm. see how it goes. But when you get really right down to it, you know. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. I, I know there, there, there could be a big backlash if the, the next Xbox has only the Kinect, and then if you want... A controller, you have to go out and buy it yourself. I can see a lot of people. I can see you doing that. You guys are na- like you-, you guys are mean. Zarek says PS Move actually detects African Americans. Manly stuff says, does it detect plain Africans? Nope. Wow. It, wow. You're p- Ooh. Okay. Well, that's Ooh. IRC, folks. Send your hate mail to the VTW IRC crowd. The, um, for those who don't know, I believe it was. I don't know if it was a rumor or if it was true that the Move had a had a hard time in its initial development. I'm sorry, not the Move, but the Connect. The Connect and its initial I development. You saying that, yeah, yeah, picking up African Americans or, or people of a, a, a black people. It had a, whatever problem with picking them. up. I don't know how true because, that was. Because but, you're moving, it wouldn't matter. Right, what I color wouldn't think it would make a difference. It's a freaking laser. What the hell difference? Right. What color you are? Exactly. But I don't know if no one can hunt down anything uh, about that. But that was the rumor for a while that it could not pick up black people. Lorraine, yeah, that's the only game that I've... It's Dance Central, the only game I have seen for the Yes, Connect. 
which is, you know, you pretty much just dance and wave your arms back and forth. And, yes. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, oh, what was the name of that? What was the name of that Japanese game where you, you moved your hand over the sensors? I have no idea. I cannot remember for the life of me what that is. But it's like, uh, it's like you're dancing, but you're not moving. It's really strange. You put up these little five little cones on the ground. Okay. And then they have lasers that shoot oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they, you put your hand over yes, it, Yes, they've it, got... Um, uh, they had those at Otakon a couple times. I've seen them in the game room. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, them in yeah. plenty of game rooms in anime, but I can't remember what it's called. Portis says, the quickening will have to be extremely offensive to top this show off. <laughs> well, maybe I'll go on the fly. And oh, show. no. <laughs> well, you want to go ahead and do the quickening? Yeah, we might as well. It's, yeah. That'll give you some chance to relax and... Get my voice back. Let me set up the post game and get all that up and ready. All right. Yeah, we don't front. need all that stuff. Here we are. Okay. All right. Quickening. Oh, hang on. I, I didn't know. We're still on delay. Oh, okay. So let's clear that off the board. Get that. Okay. Wow. That delay really is long. All right. So we're going to wait a second until it clears off. Then we'll hit the quickening. So bear with us. Here we are. Born to be kings, we're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. You call? Here we belong. Fighting to survive in a war with the darkest power. You have the manners of a goat. You have the manners of a goat. You ever notice that the uh, orc voice isn't that far removed from yoda it's pretty yeah i don't think about it, it's pretty similar maybe he's an orc in disguise that could be he's green short we're complete or is it yeah you know, you know the one thing i hated about uh the prequels apart from everything uh, i was, was gonna say everything <laughs> apart from everything was the fact that uh, yoda had a lightsaber i know everyone's okay. like that was awesome that kind of cheapened Yoda to me because I because he had a lightsaber because he had a lightsaber. I, I would think that I mean, number one, he's so short it would be almost impossible to to do it, even though they did it anyway. But I, I always got the impression that Yoda was so advanced in the Force that he was beyond using a lightsaber. Well, the Emperor had a lightsaber. That's another thing. Now, I thought the Emperor shouldn't okay, have right. had a lightsaber either. But that's just me. All right, so we got to uh, no, I've never actually heard that, sir. But thank you. Okay, uh, we can go to the Japanese development. Go to the quickening. There we go. Question, how many people involved... Oh, I'm sorry. Before, uh, before we get to it, if you'd like to send in a question for the quickening, you can always do so at Highlander1G at gmail.com. Send me your questions. I'll give you answers. Question, how many people involved in the AB1179 Supreme Court debate have actually played video games? That's the court case we've been talking about. Well, seeing as how I don't count grandma and grandpa playing Wii Sports with their grandkids, I'd say none of them. Isn't it great to know that the future of video gaming is going to come down to a group of white hairs and blue hairs whose experience with video gaming comes down to one time I bought my niece an Atari something or other. I'm ecstatic. Question, will Mario throw cans of Pepsi at his enemies if they throw eggs at him? (laughs) All right. (laughs) No, being Italian, he'd throw bombs made of spaghetti sauce and for the burning fuse, he'd shave all the hair off his back. He'd not be able to shave his pubic hair because, let's face it, he's Italian. There's just too much hair down there. Question, how come there are so many casinos on Native American land? Well, it's their way of getting back at white people. You see, years and years ago, white people gave Native Americans alcohol. I mean, fire water. And then the Native Americans gave us their land. So now that they barely have any land whatsoever, they've decided to take all the white people's money for revenge. 
and for Firewater. Question, are you my dad? Are you serious? How many times have I answered this question now? So just because I stuck my dick in a girl, all of a sudden I'm supposed to be responsible for you? <laughs> Look, I've given you the greatest gift a person could give, the gift of life. And you want more, you ungrateful little bastard? I've acknowledged your existence. I've talked to you. I'm sure it's what your mother does with you. So what's the difference? Go talk to her. Oh, and when you become rich and famous, then I'll be glad to come over and do all that fruity bullshit with you, like talking and shit. Question, I just turned 18. How do I get a hooker? Wait a minute, you're, you're telling me there are 17-year-old kids and under listening to this? Shit, if I knew there were fucking kids listening to this goddamn <laughs> bullshit, I'd tone my motherfucking language down. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you want to know how to tap some streetwalker ass. All right. You're going to either need some cash, I'd say about 100 bucks should be safe, or some illegal drugs like crack. Because hookers and crack go together like peanut butter and jelly and professional athletes and hookers. You know, I might do that for next week's Forbidden Knowledge. How to get your hands on some crack. That could be very educational. All right, all right, enough of the tangents. Drive down. I assume you drive because having your parents take you might be a bit on the holy shit are you that fucking retarded side. Drive down to the closest major city and start cruising around places with boarded up houses and businesses, liquor stores, and gun stores. Now keep your door locked. You know how those people are. You'll see some ladies walking around wearing barely enough to cover their private areas. Talk to them. They will be able to show you a good time. Unless they have herpes. Question. On a scale of Chuck Norris to Edward Cullen, how gay is Emp? I want the name of the person who sent this question, and I have something to add to Archbishop Shriggs' purge list. Asshole. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. That is a tough one. Careful he's, what you say. He's certainly not Chuck Norris. If he claimed to be, Chuck Norris would roundhouse kick through the 30-inch monitor that Emp won for being the 2009 World of Warcraft Shoutcast winner, and he got beta keys, which Chuck Norris would have stolen along with the monitor for Emp's insolence. And he's definitely not Edward Cullen. He's not a pretend sparkly vampire. Uh, he doesn't have the hair to pull it off, and he's not that gay. I would say on a scale from Chuck Norris to Edward Cullen, he's Oscar Wilde. Now, like Wilde, he's Irish. He has a tendency to go off on any little thing, and he is a writer. As I'm told us, he's writing fan fiction stories. Last question of the quickening question. If you were abducted by aliens and were the first person to make contact with a super-advanced intelligent species, how would you greet these visitors? It's simple. I'd say, you guys looking for some hookers? <laughs> Like I said before, if you have a question that you would love me to answer, please send it in to Highlander1G at <laughs> gmail.com. All right. Well, I thought we hit rock bottom here a little while ago, but I think we've crashed and burned and have gone through the floor. There we go. I'll just gonna have I'd say that means job well done. Let me ask you that, uh, this, uh, my own little uh, quickening question, the Philosoraptor thing. Okay. If a six-year-old girl is pregnant and then has a kid, does that make her a MILF or jailbait? Both. Both, yeah, all right. So make her a MILF bait. <laughs> all right. There you go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's, wow, it's almost 9 o'clock, and we had only one other article really to get to, because that one really isn't one. Nah, it's not really much of an article. So let the hell, we got two minutes, let's, let's hit it. Let's all right. get it. Okay, Hacker releases open source, drive, uh, source driver for the Connect and wins money. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> a hacker has released a driver that will allow you to communicate and control the Connect device. The Hacker Electronics DIY crowd has been really excited about the possibilities that the technology behind Microsoft's Connect might allow. Adafruit Industries? Yeah, Adafruit? Offered a huge, th- huge $3,000 prize? 
Okay, here's your $3,000. We'll see you in 10 years when you get out of prison. So the first person who was able to output both RGB video and depth information and to upload all the software and documentation to GitHub. I guess that's just the GitHub. On, yeah. s- on Sunday, Alex P. posted a video of his hack, but decided today to withdraw his program from, from consideration and Adafruit's prize. Probably because he got a nice knock on the door from the Microsoft <laughs> lawyers. Today, the winner of the Open Connect Prize was announced on the Adafruit website, a hacker who goes by the handle Hector. Hector uploaded his work to GitHub here and was judged to be the winner of the $3,000 awarded by Adafruit. He has decided to invest his winnings into hacking tools and devices for him and his small group of buddies. No kidding. Alex P. also believes that Hector's hack works better than his, and he will also donate all the money he raised to help fund Hector's further pursuits. We have learned that chipping is not a good solution for such efforts and saw progress by other contenders. We have raised at least a total of $457. Jesus Christ. These guys are on theescapist.com talking about how they hacked Microsoft. And we pulled in double that for our radio show in a week, (laughs) which will now be uh, donating all of it to Hector's, his projects for success. What projects? I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm on the outside looking when it comes to the hacker community because I have no clue who the hell would care. Uh, let's see. Microsoft has frowned upon any and all hacking of their proprietary technology. No. Quote, Microsoft will continue to make advances in these types of safeguards and work closely with law enforcement and product safety groups to keep Connect tamper-resistant, Microsoft told CNET. Congrats to Hector. He's running all this on a Linux laptop. His code works with OpenGL and doesn't even have an Xbox. Wow. Uh, okay. Oh, right. <clears throat> because of that stance, Adafruit Industries is also donating $2,000 to the Electronic Frontier Foundation, which will be the first and only line of defense for hackers if Microsoft comes down on them. When they will. The EFF Defend Our Digital Rights, Our Right to Hack, Reverse Engineer, and Do Things Like This Project. Okay. If Microsoft attempted legal action... Fried said that the EFF would likely be our only hope, yours too. If you'd like to make sure we can all continue to hack, tinker, and mod, please consider donating to that as well. Okay. So you want us to support a bunch of criminals who are hacking and breaking people's material, reverse engineering it, and stealing it. How is this any different than somebody opening up their own private World of Warcraft servers? It's not. Okay, and that was an $80 million lawsuit that Blizzard won. Yes. Same thing with Ultimate Online when they won their lawsuits. Uh, ridiculous. Let's see. No, let's see. Hacker, hacker, uh, Hector the Hacker gets the hammer from the head shot. Nice. Wow. That's a tongue twister and a half. There you go. The Norris, I use a 54-inch monitor. I used my 50-inch TV once for my computer a couple times. Yeah, it's, it's not too bad. The resolution doesn't dial down it quickly. It's nice. But yeah, because the monitor's way more higher resolution. See, I can't tell. There's a lot of new people here, so there are some people who don't get the 30-inch monitor joke and are legitimately asking how I got it. And there are those who are like, oh, yeah, no, you should ask them. Or, oh, yeah, how did you get the monitor? Of course, I see the names in here like every single week for the last nine months. Wink. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's kind of hard to actually tell exactly who is lying here and who's telling the truth. So, Highlander. <clears throat> so. Do you think our road to hell is now paved gold after the. Well, not mine. Okay, but, uh, well, yours, yours yes. is already. I mean, your ticket's punched, buddy. See, there you go, martyrdom. Wait, a third-inch monitor? Oh, here we go. The lead hackster, of course, the name. All he did was produce his own driver to read the output from the Connect. Do it uh, could be used as peripheral for the PC or another system than the Xbox. To do what? <clears throat> you can't play the games on the computer. No. The, uh, you know. I, I mean, the, the picture that they showed was 
him putting his hand up with a thumb and then showing it like a like an outline of it in green. Yeah. On the so I, I don't know what that's supposed to do. I guess my friend's Blah. friend uses a three meter projector. Oh, is it, oh I, I'm sorry, I had to convert or convert that to you know a measurement that people actually understand. Nine feet for his computer screen, roughly. Roughly. To control anything you want. Yeah. Well, Highlander, it's after 9 o'clock, so I suppose we should wrap it up. I guess we should. By the way, uh, a Seventh-day Adventist once told me that uh, I would get what I believe. So if, if I believe that there is no God or anything like that... Right, that's what you get. I would get... He called it annihilation. That would basically cease to So guys would just say, all right, F that's you, what man. You already said no. You See ya. Yeah. Oh, I can understand that. I, I guess that, that would make sense to me, I suppose. So, Highlander, what did we learn today? What did we learn? Uh, we learned how to run a pyramid scheme. I learned that we are bastards for laughing at the rape and murder of somebody using our voices. Of all the things we laughed at, I couldn't believe it. I learned that the Kinect is being hacked for money. I learned that the Atari Jaguar's controller... Uh, Jesus Christ. It looks like that old-school like um, arcade version Nintendo controller they released. I actually still have the that. Advantage? Yeah, I think it was the wow, big one, the big square one with the uh, with actual the controller. Yeah. yeah, with the, the with joystick. The big-ass buttons. They're yeah, like, uh, I think 50-inch yeah. or 50-cent uh, point. Yeah. I learned that uh, Call of Duty Black Ops is the fastest-selling game in history. I learned that the Japanese, by their own admission, are five years behind Westerners when it comes to developing video games. Oh, who knew? I, I, I kind of assumed that they were always on the... I mean, even with like electronics, they're always two years ahead of everyone else. I guess not in terms of games. Or phones. Or phones, for that matter. Uh, see, I didn't write it down. I learned that the essence of role-playing... Is airing tomorrow? I'm sorry. Is uh, airing here at BTW? There you go. I've also learned that there are two more announcements coming tomorrow. Listen to the Sunday block of shows tomorrow: 2040, Octane Horror World, and Casually Hardcore, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. GMT, folks. Two more announcements coming. No, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not even sure I know myself. Yeah. I learned that there's a game where Korea takes over America. I learned that Highlander was hired by Blizzard to do the new peon voice for Cataclysm. Is <laughs> I don't even. Are there even peons in, in World of Warcraft? Sure. Oh, in World of Warcraft? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The starting zone, there's peons walking around, I think. Aren't there? I don't remember. It's been. I mean, the last time I, I played the Horde, I was Blood Elf. But oh, wow. Okay. That was a long time. Warcraft Anonymous, yes, it's still a podcast. That's correct. So, no, it's not going live that I'm aware of. It's still a podcast. So I think the, that's it. Yeah, Unless there's I, anything else we're missing. Uh. uh no. Okay. I do know that I suppose if you're going to try and rape somebody, you shouldn't shoot your mouth off to somebody else that's not in your group on World of Warcraft, who will then, of course, frat you out to the cops. Uh, Dick move. Those guys are going to get life. Yes, they are. Guaranteed. I mean, they it's Canadian, so I don't think they have a death penalty up there. Too bad. Those people, I think, should get it. And their capital, Canada City? Canadian City. <laughs> oh, Canadian. Oh, Canadian. All right, so who should we need? Okay, well, first, thanks to Gnomewise for putting up our uh, podcast very quickly last week. He always puts up a podcast every week. We appreciate it. He was also there to flip the switch to turn on all the lights for the essence of role-playing now that it's here at BTW. Thank none left our show contributor as well as our IRC bitch for finding all of the articles, for keeping the IRC in check, and, of course, uh, being able to span the IRC with all the required advertisements. I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. If it wasn't for you folks, we would not be doing this. Very true. We don't want to talk to ourselves. 
I want to thank the Cult of the Emperor for turning out in force this evening, and of course, all the new listeners we have. My God, this is the biggest IRC spend since last week. Um, <laughs> let's see. That's all the thank yous, I believe. Uh, we need for, to go ahead. plug our. We need to plug our sponsors. Yes. Uh, well, real quick, I want to thank Mister Mim for running your appearance with the Crown Princess, so I can do the show. Uh, yes, our sponsors are Type Fragment Tool Servers, the same servers that Clan Imperial Guard, my clan, have used for years. That is typefrag.com. Check it out. And Audible Books. If you're listening to audiobooks, I highly recommend you go to Audible. They've got tons. Every single subject you can think of, go there. I think that is it. The Buckeyes won a great victory over Penn State after playing like garbage the first half. Hooray. Hopefully we'll move up in the rankings. Uh, we'll see. I don't think anybody big lost today, but we'll see. You never know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think that's everything. Oh, Facebook and Twitter. Join yes. us on Facebook. Look for The Emperor's Court. Join us. Follow us on Twitter, Emperor's Court, all one word. And we do Twitter quite a bit. Also, if you want to contact the show, Emperor1G at Cox.net, send in your email. I highly encourage it. Also, visit us on the forums, uh, vtwproductions.com. Join the forums. The Emperor's Court is there. Also, join us on our home site, clan1g.net. Go guard. Planet Killer Guard, uh, the home of the guard. And of course, the quickening. Yes, like I said before, if you want to turn in a question and hear me answer it, please do so at Highlander1G. At this point, I think it's pretty safe to say that any question goes. I don't know if there's really anything taboo that you don't answer. No, I don't. I can't think of any. Apart from rejecting something because I think they're just dumb, uh, there is no subject I'm not willing to talk about. But and usually, I, usually I tend to answer most of them, so. Well, with that, folks... I guess this concludes this week's episode here in uh, November the 13th, 2010. 